With Jared Gordon being pulled from the Jim Miller fight this week, um, was it because his media day interview, there was a, a press release that, that went out on, on UFC.com kind of skating around that, but was it because of his media day interview? Yeah, when you come in here on press day and you announce that you had a concussion six weeks ago and you healed yourself from the concussion, yeah, you're done. We're not going to let you fight with a... Yeah, we pulled him because, you know, he basically said he should have told us that six weeks ago. You know what I mean? He should have been, he should have been um, you know, should, should have showed at least the company and your opponent some respect and at least did that six weeks ago. You're not a fucking doctor. You didn't cure yourself from, from, from a concussion. And, and, and not to mention, so what did he do? Did he get a concussion? Was he self-diagnosed? Or did he go to a doctor? And did a doctor diagnose him with a concussion. It's just, it's just, it's, you have to be honest when you get injuries. And of course, the minute we hear about it, no fight is worth keeping on if it's going to risk somebody's health, safety, longevity, whatever it might be. We will pull you out in 2.5 seconds. While he's probably, while he's, he's at fault, was it also a fault for booking, booking him so quick after that headbutt and, and knockout? From, from Bobby Green? Were we worried about what? Was it, you know, obviously he was at fault for turning around that quick, but was it, was it also like the matchmaker's fault for booking? No, he's, he's so not at fault if, if we know we got a healthy guy. <clears throat> yeah, a lot, lot, lot to unpack here for me. Um, 2.5 seconds. 2.5 seconds. So, um, yeah, it's not like there's, like, medicine you're given for a concussion. Like, you, you technically do heal yourself. Like, you just wait for the symptoms to go away, your brain goes through its trauma, and writes itself right that's and, what i would guess and, and six weeks is generally enough time to do that okay Not i haven't s- had many concussions but the ones i did i healed myself exactly <laughs> that, that's exactly what you did you, you healed yourself um yeah i and, and what what's crazy to me is that they did instead of just like pulling him like i feel like this is i feel like this is something personal against jared gordon and not so much f- like for what he said he said up there you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah exactly well he kind of like you know, threw shade at their, like, hype train and kind of derailed that. So, I mean, they probably don't look, like, with a lot of light onto them. You yeah, know? So. yeah, exactly. But but how hard would it have been to have a doctor come and check him and make sure that he's not exhibiting any concussion symptoms and he's good to fight? And which brings me to my next question. What kind of physical do you put your fighters through before they're sanctioned to fight under your banner? As the UFC. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, um, I feel like we've talked about this before, um, but uh, something about, you know, they should have the commissions should have some sort of concussion test. You would think so, um, especially when somebody has suffered a knockout, um, you know, a head of fucking yeah. spearing headbutt knockout from, you know, the, his opponent in his last fight that was, you know months ago um why wouldn't there be some sort of concussion test something like put on their head and have them like you know do some like hand and eye coordination and ask them some questions or something i don't know i'm not a doctor all i'm saying is like you would think that in 2023 there would be something in place so that they're like hey we just want to make sure from your last fight you know because these dudes are in there you know fighting for their lives exactly and and we would want to put it on the commission but we know who owns the commission's yeah, exactly. So, so it's Dana White in the UFC. <laughs> Let's go. It's time.
ready? Let's go, knuckle up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to Scrapcast. Eventful couple of weeks coming up. Lots of fights, lots of uh, yeah, mixed martial arts, combat sports to talk about. Um, got yeah. some stuff for the hot takes. Yeah, interesting couple of events from the last couple of weekends too. Some fights we've been waiting for. Finally, uh, finally going to get ready to happen. So without further ado, let's get to the overview. Let's get to the overview. Round one. The overview. We'll start with the Kai Kara France and Albizi UFC fight night. UFC on ABC, <laughs> random number. Four, I think. Yeah, I think it was on four. Anyways, um, pretty good fight. Uh, my boy, Albizi, pulled it out. Yeah. Pretty close, close fight. Um, really came down to how you saw the third round. You had it, I take it, for France? I scored it for Kai Kara France. Um <clears throat> and you had it scored for Amir Albazi, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I and, and I get it, yeah. Like but just based on the criteria the judges have to go with, it's it becomes subjective in fights like that. They're so close that it ends up being what do you value more in a fight, right? Right, exactly. Yep. Um, also on the card, uh, Alex Caceres getting the win over Daniel Pieta. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Um, and he's come out saying he wants to start fighting ranked fighters. Uh, I say good for him. You know, I think he's grown as a fighter. Um, I'd like to see where he stacks up against some ranked opponents. So. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, um, also on the card, Jim Miller turning back the hands of time. Um, fought a very n- new and fresh Jesse Butler came in on a couple days' notice. Got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> knocked the fuck out. 23 seconds. Um, and this goes back to that Jared Gordon fiasco, right? Because they have a press day, what, two d- two days before the fight? Yes. And Jared comes out and says, hey, hey I got a concussion. Yes, he decides to pull him from the card. And then they got to scramble to find somebody that's willing to step in and fight Jim Miller on two days' notice. And yeah, you get Jesse Butler, who obviously was not prepared so they were they were happier sending in somebody who was woefully unprepared for their opponent yeah than- and yeah i know exactly and you know to even touch on that um with the whole gordon situation i really feel like gordon definitely should have kept his mouth shut if he wanted to fight right if mm-hmm. you don't tell the doctors you would think that after i don't know why you wouldn't i don't know why the doctors wouldn't assume you probably had a concussion after that headbutt knockout that mm-hmm. he and then he took punches on top of it. Yep. So like I don't know I don't know what the doctors were fucking thinking, but even then, even if you're gonna like not claim, not tell the doctors that you had a concussion, then why would you come out at the pre-fight presser and talk about that you had? You know what I'm saying? I do. Like like it doesn't really make a lot of sense. So so that that part you know kind of tweaks, but then then on the other side of it, it's like you know. You got to keep fighting, and especially this guy who's like, you know, 
won some fights but lost some decisions and like is trying to fucking make money and he's like already old so he's trying to get as much value as he can so he's like kind of fighting the clock in mm-hmm. in multiple different uh ways and so like i understand where you're coming from with it but it's like you know there's not a fighters union or you guys don't have any kind of real representation in order to have anything to like you know help substantiate that yeah. and then, so then you got to fight you know because that's where it's at so then it's like if you don't tell the doctors, then why the fuck do you tell the pre? You know what I'm saying? The whole thing is like so up its own ass. That's that's why that's why like earlier I don't want to even fucking get into it. But it's just like Jesus Christ. Well, and that's the precedence you set. Then if you're Dana White by saying, because really what you end up saying to all the other fighters is, hey, you better not disclose any of your injuries, right? Right. Otherwise, you don't get to fight. Yeah. And based on how much these fighters make and how often they have to fight. They're just that's why that's why a lot of times after fights when you see these these post fight interviews when they're on their social media or whatever they're like yeah I went into this fight with a torn ACL or I had this going on it's like because they have they have to fight it's how they make money yeah no exactly and especially if you're you know you have to win to get your whole check you know exactly so I mean yeah no the whole thing we beat it to death over and over again not to say that not to minimize it not to say that it doesn't matter because like it is but it's like how much these podcasts we do are usually like three hours. You know, we can make them like five and a half hours just <laughs> yeah. talking about this shit exactly. over and over again. So yeah. like, yeah, but, um, but still hats off to Jim Miller. He looked fucking good in his, in his fight. I don't, I mean, I hate to say it. I'm not going to say it, but like, seriously, like when, when are we going to think about, he says like one more fight, right? Is that what he was saying? Yeah. Or like something? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying like, it's good. You're getting knockouts, but then you get to that point where it's like, well, what, what are we doing here? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you you want competition? Do you want, you know, I mean, that's... Well, knowing Jim Miller, he wants competition, right? He, I know, he, I know. And, but... and so you got to give him somebody that's that's going to be competition. So do you give yeah. him one of the young guns? No. Or do you give him somebody else that's yeah. been in the UFC for 20 years? And Yes, that's exactly where they need to be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's enough young guys to have them fight each other or to fight right. the guys that are like mid card or, you know what I'm saying? Yep. We don't, the guys that have been in it this long and proven it that well, like, yeah, the matchmakers or the company or whoever needs to do, you know, you would think some better form of handling than, than that. But Agreed. moving on, uh, Tim Elliott getting the win. Uh, good for him. Um, I know that he's been going through a lot in his personal life, so I'm sure that that helps immensely. A lot of ups and downs for this guy. Um, one of the b- bigger ups being his title shot against right. Mighty Mouse, right? right. Where yeah. he had some good moments. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, yeah, Had some interesting submission catches that didn't quite pull through. Ended up losing. Um, but then, yeah, had a real tough streak um, of some losses against people he probably should have beat. Took some time off, had the injuries. And now he's back. And Alta Morano, you know, is a, is a decent fighter. So I think it was a good test for him, and I was I was happy to see Tim Elliott get the win. No, me too, me too. I thought that uh, Victor really came in there, um, you know, won the fight, and uh, Tim felt like he was under some pressure there in that fight to, mm-hmm. you know, um, to perform yeah. exactly. So, no, uh, hats off to both of these guys. Um, speaking of DJ, though, I seen a interview that he did. I don't know how old it is, but I seen an interview that he did that made me like. It, it, it's so crazy, all right? Because, like, here we have a guy that is considered, you know, maybe one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time, mm-hmm. like, currently, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's doing this interview, and he's talking about how, like, USADA was coming over to test him, and he was like, and I was a tank in the dungeon. He's like, and if any of you have played WoW, 
you know that when you're a tank, you can't leave the dungeon. So when the <laughs> USADA showed up, I was like, hey, I'm a tank in the dungeon. You're going to have to wait for me to do this. And he was like, okay. So he sat in the corner for like an hour while I like, you know, finished doing my tanks in the dungeon. <laughs> it's just so crazy to me, right? Because like, even, you know, even I get down on video games, mm-hmm. but like it's, you know, COD and Daisy and that type of stuff. Like, I don't know. It's just, it, it's just so crazy. That whole like uh, dichotomy, you yeah. know, of how he's, you know, can be like so, so vicious and one of the like, you know most technical and like fucking um you know uh i don't acclaimed like strikers mma combat sports athlete champions yada yada all the rest of it and he's still just like you know he's still got to get down on his on his wow he's got to be a tank in the dungeon (laughs) you know for hours at a time yeah so uh yeah, I guess well, I guess be careful of who you talk shit to. <laughs> no, straight up, <laughs> straight up. Especially if you're on that wow and you got somebody that's taking the dungeon. Just, yeah, you know, don't yeah. give any shit. No, that sh- that shit made me laugh though. Back to the fights. Uh, we had a good uh, female uh, Silva versus Salza fight. It was good. Um, Nurmaga Madoff's cousin. Yeah. Lost. Yep. Lost to decision. Um, Eliza Zaleski Dos Santos. Yeah, I thought I I had it for Dos Santos. So. Yeah, I um, wasn't sure where that ended up being a split, but maybe just because Nurmagomedov has that name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the rest of the card is really good. Um, anything you want to profile? Uh, Jamie Malarkey yep. <clears throat> did not get his win against Muhammad Naimov. Nope. Um, no, he did not. He got knocked out. And yep. I was a, you know, I'm a Malarkey fan, so I was a little sad to see that. But... I'm a fucking Muhammad fan after that fight. <laughs> yeah, that you are. Fucking little dude. Fucking yeah, he's he can scrap. Yeah, I'm a there fucking I'm a fan. All right. Remember the name? Um, yeah. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, dude, Andre getting knocked out. You yeah, know? That's fucking sad. Yeah, I know. I mean, good, that's how Good it, for Maze, but, like, yeah, it's just like, Jesus Christ, dude. I know. I know. I, I'm pretty it's tough. sure. It's I, tough when you're a fan and been a fan, even back when he was the fucking champion. It's tough. No, and we, and we even looked it up recently. Wasn't it, like, UFC 32? Something Andre like that, Olofsky yeah. showed up at? Yeah, yeah. 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 It was yeah, it was just like a couple weeks ago we were looking that up. Yeah, it's crazy. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, when it's time, it's time, man. I know. Speaking of time, let's move on to one fight night eleven, Ursul versus Minshikov. Yeah. Um I mean I I felt that was a pretty good was a pretty good scrap, right? Yeah. Um Ursul I mean Ursul with, fucked him up. He did, and so he ends up now he's got two belts, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ursul got the KO TKO left hook uh, in the first round, forty six seconds in. Yeah, um, nasty. Uh, then the Rutello brother, yeah, Cade this time. Yep, was able to uh, keep his championship. Um, <clears throat> you know, in that fight, um, grappling match rather, um, going back and forth. Those if both combatants aren't like going for the submission constantly the entire time it really makes it like one easy to pick who the winner is and two a lackluster you know 12 minutes of just you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's and so it ends up being a a win on points right and you Mm -hmm. get points um not necessarily for position but submission attempts which yeah because you could go for submission attempts knowing that you're not going to get it. Yeah. But just knowing that you get points for the attempt, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And just like, you know, after seeing Mike Musumeci, um, when yep. he took on that dude from the ADCC championship, yep. they're both going after submissions the entire time. And that's why 
we ended up getting a submission out of it. So it's like, if you guys get this platform to do it, like, this isn't like, you know, the ADCCs. This isn't like exactly. Grapplers Fest yeah. for Grapplers Lovers. Like, right. you're on a card of mixed martial arts, combat sports, people like, you know, in dangerous positions, going for the win, for the finish constantly. Like, I don't know. That was just part of the thing that I took out of it when I was just like, yeah, like, Rutello looked like he was constantly going for this mission. The other guy was trying to defend and kind of like, I don't know what, you know, um, not not get submitted, is all I'm saying. Right, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't seem to benefit you in these submission grappling matches to stall and just try and just go through the whole 12 minutes trying not to get submitted, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you might get tapped out. You might tap the other guy out. The point is, is to go for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but no, really good card all the way around. Uh, good finishes throughout the majority of it. Uh, yeah, Super Bond got a nasty. Yes, and kick. And that, that was dope. Yep, that was. That was a nasty knockout. Um also uh Quan, one two Quan mm. got a KO knee with a knee and then punches to follow it up. Um yeah, and then some submissions. So pretty good. Uh Nikki Holskin had his uh was you know trying to go after the one title. Right. Uh, picked up a loss. Uh it was a it was, I mean it was a good kickboxing match, but yeah, just wasn't able to pull it off. But that guy's been a you know champion multiple divisions. He has, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, he's decent. I actually didn't expect him to take the loss, but you know, it yep. is what it is. Exactly, it's how it goes sometimes. Um, yeah, and then we had uh, PFL uh, four. So, yep, regular season. Um, <clears throat> one of the bigger name fighters um brendan lohane got yep. knocked the fuck out yep yes he did <laughs> by jesus by the fucking jesus nobody fucks with the jesus man <laughs> yeah jesus pendejo <laughs> straight up i like that no nah, but uh <clears throat> pinetto um yeah so um yeah he fucked him up yeah uh bubba jenkins picked up a win yep um and you know it was um, a submission in round one, so he gets to pick up a lot of points for that. Yep. Mohamed Khalidov. Oh, really? Yeah. Khalidov? Well... I missed that. Yeah. Uh, over Tyler Diamond. Oh, Movid. Yeah. K- Kabuliev, okay. Yeah. Mohamed Khalidov is that <laughs> dope-ass middleweight from back in the day. From, he's, yeah, he's, he's old now. But. Yeah, he's old now. Yeah, from uh, KSW. Gotcha. Yep, yeah. Good call. Um yeah, so... Surprise, surprise, Marlon Marias. Yep. Knocked out again. Uh, Yeah, and on that note, um, he retired after that. Um, yeah, it was, it was a nasty knockout, and he's been knocked out, I think, like in his last like five or six fights. So. No, straight up, and, yeah. and nasty ones too. So, yeah, good, good for him. But, again, maybe shame on the commissions for not finding a way to test this dude's brain activity before putting him back in the fucking ring. <laughs> I know, I know. Where's those hand and eye coordination <laughs> tests at? Something. Um, Chris Wade getting a submission um, over uh, Kudo. Um, you know, good for him. Um, Andrew Sanchez, former UFC fighter, picking up a decision. So Impa Kasangane, yep. um, another UFC cast off. Yep. Getting arm triangle. triangle choke. So. Yep. There's your mom and call it off. There we go. I, I knew he had a fight coming up. Yep. Um, not really against anybody important or anybody you know like i definitely feel like he's probably padding his record at this point but um i mean but still flying knee ground strikes um over ask him so yeah i've always been pretty impressed by mom mom Khalidov. um his only losses have come to 
some of the only other big names he could possibly fight outside of the UFC. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, exactly. Um, yeah. And then the other, their other great champion, or uh, not champion, but their other great name, rather, uh, Marius Puzianowski. Puzianowski, former world's strongest man. Yeah. He got knocked out. He did. Yep. So muscles aren't everything. <laughs> um, Pavel, Pavel, Pavlek got a TKO elbows. Mm-hmm. Um, the KSW middleweight championship, apparently. Yep. But uh, good for him. He's an awesome fighter. Love watching him fight. Yeah. Yeah. Good card. Did you uh, get a chance to watch your uh, cousin's fight? I did not. Ah, uh, that's too bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking my cousins. <laughs> BKFC from <laughs> fucking Butte Falls, Montana, or Great Falls. Oh my god. Um, yep. Yeah. No. Uh, pretty good. Uh, the main event: Stewart versus Lopez. Uh, Stewart got a uh, finish on Lopez, so good for him. Um, so on this fight, right on the Davison mix. mix fight. So. The reason why we were getting confused about Lloyd Mix is because you may know him by his former name, which was Lloyd Cupcake Woodard, where he fought in uh, Bellator um, and a lot of other. He got a win over Patricky Pibble. Gotcha. uh, Lost to Michael Chandler. Um, Yeah, so we've seen the guy fight before. Gotcha. yeah, that's why before when we were talking about it, and then and then what ended up happening was he got married and he took his wife's last name. Okay. So that's why he's Lloyd Mix now, but he's still Cupcake. Okay. Well, I mean, we got to talk about that, right? Yeah. I mean, Cupcake Mix. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, that's why like, he took it. That's why he took it. Okay. No, I don't know, but yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Lloyd Cupcake Mix. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a. He's a bare knuckle brawler. Yep. And he took his wife's name. Yeah, and he's marketing and he's, for Pillsbury. <laughs> he's it's Lloyd Cupcake makes. Yep. I mean the the product marketing sells itself. I mean, come on, dude. Just start a baking company. Yeah, and do the one of those like cheesy eighties commercials <laughs> where he's like the muffins are done and he like pulls it out with his like <laughs> bare knuckle, like yep. his hand wrapped, he yep. pulls it out, he's like, Who wants who wants cupcakes? <laughs> um it's the toughest cupcake yeah. you've ever had. Yeah, no, but um, also on there, uh, Henry um, getting a uh, finish over Wagner. Um, pretty good card, all things considered. Dupree taking care of Moda. Um, yeah, scrappy bunch, your cousins. Yeah, yeah, they they, they showed out for sure. Um, you know, those Montana boys, they, they're brawlers for sure. They're yeah. tough little bastards. Yeah, not a lot to do out there except fight. That's Yeah, that's, that's what you do. You just get <laughs> drunk and you fight. <laughs> All right, back to UFC 289, the big card that we had. Um, Definitely the highest profile card. Yep. Maybe not the most exciting overall, top to bottom, but yeah, exactly. I, I think that would have been, okay. We'll talk about that afterwards. Um, but all right, where do you want to start from? You know, we can start from the bottom. Um, Iman Zahabi. I was I was happy that he got the win. Yes, I it was really good to I see. I wasn't stoked that it was over a Ricky Lang, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was that was a slick finish. Yeah, and it was good to see him back in there. His one fight a year, getting in there, getting yep. a knockout. Yeah, um, you know him, the and his brother celebrating afterwards. Awesome. Um, but before that, I wanted to talk about mm. on the early prelims, uh, David Dovrak, um, uh, the kicker from Chechnya, mm-hmm. um, getting losing unanimous decision to uh, Steve Eric. Um, he came out and. 
was able to uh, put it on him. And, um, you know, I think it was like last minute he took the fight too. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So that was that was really good to see that. Um, but, yeah, by all means. So. Yeah, uh, Jasmine Jesudavicius <clears throat> over Miranda Maverick. Yep. Um, yep, good fight. It was a really good fight. It was a really entertaining fight. Um, Jasmine really really showed out. Yeah. Hoping she gets to continue her climb. And I and I like Miranda Maverick too, but she was way outmatched in that fight, I thought. Jazz Davixius, um, really well, I agree too. Uh really well um you know, uh submission grappling defense. Right. Was able to keep Miranda Maverick from getting those takedowns throughout yep. the entire fight and was forcing uh, Miranda Maverick to stand with her, mm-hmm. and Miranda was getting beat up on the feet. So, yeah, uh, yeah it was a clean three rounds for uh, Jad DeVicius. Good performance. Um, and then, sorry about your boy, Chris Curtis. He's so not my boy. Uh, <laughs> He's so we're not watching, my boy. We, we watched this uh, together, this card together, and uh, um, when he got the, was it an eye poke? It was an eye poke. A head clash. Clash head clash. of heads. Yeah. And um, when they got that, they got the clash of heads, I uh, told Wells, like, they're, they're going to stop this. He's he's not going to be able to continue. And then, <laughs> no. and then that's what ended up happening. I mean, that's that's Chris Curtis. That's, you know, that's what he does. <clears throat> so. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure he's real upset about it. And I'm sure he wants to try and get back in there and get that back. But, you know. Nazardine and Mamadoff. Yeah, but but they're not going to book that fight again. No, nope. we'll see if they book Chris Curtis ever again because he's kind of been one of those problem children for the UFC. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean he is, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll see what ends up happening with him. Um, Eric Andlers, Eric and Anders, Eric Anders, rather, uh, losing to Mark Andre Burat. Yeah, um, you know, one of the Canadian fighters on the card, I think they did really well. I think most the of the Canadian, Canadian fighters, fighters... Yeah, no, they all won. They all won, yep. so there you go. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I think they make such a big effort to move UFC events around the world, because yep. they can stack, you know, they'll do it in China, and they can stack a bunch of Chinese fighters on there, you know. Um, it's it's always good to fight in your hometown, your home country, that kind of thing. Um, I thought Eric Anders was going to do better. Um, he he'd kind of been on a he kind of put together a nice little streak and was um, looking good in his fights, but yeah, Mark Andre Barriel he he had he had his number. That was yeah, no, that's exactly what I thought too. Um, pretty good war, Landwehr versus Ige. Yeah, that was a great fight. Yeah, yeah Ige put it on him, dude. He did, he did. Ige stood his ground and uh, dropped Landwehr a couple different times. Yeah, picking up the decision, well deserved. Yeah. Yeah, Dan, 50K, Ige. Um, and might end up being one of those gatekeeper guys, right? Because it seems like when he fights the big-name guys, he he doesn't get the wins, but then he goes back down and they give him a Nate Landwehr. Yeah, some and, guy on and, the and he, and he beats those guys, yeah. yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> he's really got to figure out where he's at at featherweight. Yep. Uh, Mike Malott, the UFC, strapping a rocket to his back. Um, Especially now. Yeah, uh, fought Adam... Forget about it. <laughs> Had him forget. And, uh, yeah, fucking Mike Mullah just, you know, really putting it on him in the first round and getting him out of there in the second. So, mm. yeah, yeah. Beat him up on the feet and then submitted him. Yeah, so. good good performance by Mike Mullah. I, I know I had seen one of his previous fights, but it didn't make 
like a lasting impression, um, but I'm paying attention now for yeah. sure. Well, so. and even if you're not, the UFC is going to shove them down your throat. There so. you go. There you go. Yeah, I, don't have, I don't have a choice. That's their. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's their next hope. Hopeful big prospect for the the North. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then we got to the fight of the night. Charles Oliveira, Benil Dariush. It was supposed to be the fight of the night. Yeah. Um, but either Dariush didn't show up, or Charles is really that good. Or both. Or both. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I honestly, I was picking Dariush in that fight. Yeah. Um, fight of the night for me, just in the fact that, like, it was the fight that, like, stood out the most out of the card. Um, That's true. But, yeah, Charles Oliveira, fucking, you know, the Bronx still fucking, yeah, he's going to be a fucking problem. And, and I guess, you know, we can get into it. Um, there's a lot of talk of, you know, because this win and because being getting such a decisive win over Benero Dariush, which was a first-round stoppage, um, TKO, uh, there's a lot of talk of, and even Charles Oliveira wants his long yeah. fight yeah. next. And to be honest with you, I really, even though I'm a big fan of Charles Oliveira, um, I, I, I'm not a fan even more of fighters, you know, losing a title match, getting a win, going right back into the title. Um, okay. and it really log jams the division. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't, if they, if they put that fight next, I'm definitely going to watch it and I'll be excited to see it. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm just saying that like all things considered, he should get another win. Right. I mean, does the rematch go differently? Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, okay, you're right. And a lot, and most fights they do. The second match does go completely differently, but given their first match, given that he was stopped in the first round. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, that's, you know, that, that, that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. He was dropped by a punch. Uh, um, Islam got on top, choked him out and right. Not, maybe not enough time has passed for us to see different versions of these fighters and get a different result. I mean, I I mean, I I get it. No, 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 no. I definitely think there'd be a different fight. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't think there'd be a different fight. I think if those guys fought the next night, there would be a different fight. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. I'm saying that like, because these things have to be scheduled out and so far advanced and then it like holds up the division, what we end up getting is, you know, um, four or five guys at the top that fight each other over and over and over again. Right. And it's like, we need to pull up some guys from the card, give them a chance, you know, have some of these guys that have had chances and are at the top fight other guys, you know, right. that's where I'm at. No, and that's, and, and I get that, and I'm I'm on the same page with you, um, but, but then we end up in one of these situations like you have with um, Holloway and Volkanovsky or Whitaker and Israel, it's like, how many contenders do you want Charles to knock off that then Islam doesn't get to fight? So you're right, but okay, that does make a good point. But the other thing is like, you know, even in like the Holloway Volkanovski scenario, you know, those guys have fought multiple times. Nobody's really clamoring to see that next Holloway Volk fight. I'm of the mind that like, let's say in like Oliveira's case, okay, he had the title, he lost the title. Mm-hmm. So then he should. So then now he's got to win over Dariush. He should have to face somebody else. And if he gets a win in a number one contender's fight, he gets another title shot. He's got two wins at the very top of the division. He gets another title shot. Some, someone in Holloway's case, what I would do is I would, I would be like, look, 
you got a bunch of wins, then you got a title shot, and you still didn't, so now you're going to need even more wins. We're talking like five, six, maybe in a row. You know what I'm saying? I do. At the, at the highest division, at the, high, at, the, at the top of the division in order to I merit do. that title I, I shot. I do, absolutely. And I don't inherently disagree with that because most of the time what happens is you don't win all those contender fights. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying about like Whitaker and, and Holloway and now maybe even Oliveira. He's like, these might be guys that continue to win all of their contender fights. And then that kind of leaves less contenders for the champion to fight, less new matchups for the champion, because now all these guys that were on win streaks and were up at the top aren't necessarily anymore. So, and, and Oliver is a good, uh, <clears throat> it's, he's a good case study for this because let's look at Islam's <clears throat> choice for opponents. Um, it, Cause we both thought Darius should have gotten a title shot. Right. Right. So it didn't work out having him fight Oliveira because now he doesn't get um, a title shot. That's not somebody that he can fight now. Mm-hmm. And then, so you look at Dustin Poirier, Oliveira's already beat Poirier. Mm-hmm. And you look at Gaethje, Oliveira's already beat Gaethje. You look at Chandler, Oliveira's already beat Chandler. See what I'm saying? Like, Fizeev just lost to yeah. um, Justin Gaethje. So... You're looking at, you know, Gamrot just lost to Benil Dariush. So, yeah. So, okay, you're right. But then also, those guys that Oliveira fought then beat, a lot, all of them were either on the way to the title or with the title. Right. Right? Except right. Islam. So, it's like, all right, some of these other guys that have won, now you have to fight them again. You know? Because it could be a different match between those two. Right. And if it's not, then it merits the title shot. Right. And if it is, then the other guy gets the title shot. Right. And even in like the case of like the Holloway with him taking out contenders, if you can't beat Max Holloway, then why does it matter if you get to face Volk or not? You're still not the champion. Because styles make fights. I, I, I understand. I understand. Right. I understand. I'm just saying. And and again, Holloway's been doing it for so long now that these guys end up getting title shots anyway. Like Ayer's gonna get his title shot, Max beat Yair. Um Ortega got him title shot, Max beat Ortega. You know, so it does end up working itself out in the long run, but it's just I, I do think it makes matchmaking tricky at the top there for a little bit. It does. It does. Yeah. But it, but it's the same thing as if, you know, as if Oliveira just gets an air towel shot again. Because then with that division, we have Poirier versus Gaethje, who are fighting for a BMF title, which means who knows what. Right. And its relevance in the division is, are they the next person for the, now they have the BMF title, do they get a chance at the actual title? Is it title versus title? I don't, I don't know. It's kind of a gimmick thing. Um, Chandler is fucking out to lunch in more ways than one. Um, you know, Vazib just got, just got a loss. So it's like pretty much everybody down below him either needs to fight each other or promote themselves up, you know? Right. So it's like, I think Michael Chandler versus Oliveira again is perfect because they both need a dance partner. Okay. And you know, Oliveira has a win. Uh, Chandler has a TV show. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. both got some some stake on the line. Okay, um, okay, I'm I'm okay with one fight after losing your title gets you a shot, as long as that one fight is somebody like Darius who was on a long win streak and was a contender. I do agree with you. There should be fights in between those rematches, and if he lost the second match against Islam, I think Oliver would need more than one, probably. You could up that to like three or four, but I'm not as upset with him trying to go for the title after one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I don't want to say like I'm upset. I'm just saying like, 
there should be some sort of like etiquette rule. Like, here's the thing: on the on the structuring of the way up, it's pretty clear, right? Right. right. You win, you win, you win, you get to the top, you fucking win, right? Mm-hmm. But then some of this other way, the fallout is kind of however it goes. That's all I'm saying is right. that there should be some more, you know, um, structuring to those kind of scenarios, especially when it's like the former champ, right? You know, yeah, just to avoid. Yeah, the years and years of the same guys up at the top, but like, you know, I don't know. We'll have to see how it all works out. Um, then in the main event, we had Amanda Nunes versus a wet mop because <laughs> fucking Aldana didn't even show up. No, dude. So, um, no, she... yeah, so Nunez won a decision. She, um, you know, didn't look great. She looked like shit. Um, I don't have a problem saying it. She hit Aldana with a lot of shots and none of them fucking phased her. Um, right. you know, and, uh, and then she retired at the end of it, which I think makes sense that she retired. Right. In the sense that just like, there's probably people out there that she could fight, but a lot of the competition is much more stiff. And if you're a champion, why not go out on the top? You right. know, especially with one and a half belts, you know, I mean, I do. I do agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I don't have anything against that at all. Would have liked to have seen that Pena rematch. I mean, right? me too. And yeah. that's and that's what this fight was supposed to be. Yeah. And and who knows? Maybe Amanda knew even then that there was only going to be one more fight, whether it was Pena or anybody else. So probably. Um, but but I, I agree. Like you don't want to end up Tyrone Woodley. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, exactly. Um, or Andre Arlovsky. Right. Um, you know. Right. Um, and Andre Arlovsky's scenario was better than Tyron Woodley's, I would say, by, you know, one assumption. But, like, but that's not neither here nor there. The problem is, you know, fighter pay, but that's a, that's a whole other story. What I'm talking about, as far as what this is concerned, is just the fact that, like, it ends up on a sour note no matter what. Because Amanda, in a lot of her last performances, very questionable. Um, you know, in the, in the fight versus... In the last fight versus Pena, she was pretty dominating in the first three, four rounds. Mm-hmm. She kept dropping her over and over again, um, but she couldn't finish her. And then even after all that punishment and getting dropped countless times, Pena was the aggressor going after her um, at the end of the fight. Um, you know, the first fight, Pena dropped her multiple times and then submitted her. Yep. Um, so I really wanted to see the third fight too. Unfortunately, Pena was the one that had to pull out. Right. And so regardless, you know, I mean, I I know that afterwards Pena was really upset and there's video of her, you know, calling out Amanda while she's making her speech. And I, and a lot of fans are like, Oh, Pena's so sour. Oh, you know, Pena, um, that's such a bad look for Pena, blah, 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 blah. Like, shut the fuck up. First off, like, this sport has shown, if anything, that, like, there is no, like, depravity for press. You know, whatever controversy you can create is always good. Yeah. Even if it has to involve other people getting fucking seriously hurt and injured. Yeah. Okay? Still fucking worth the money. Yep. So shut the fuck up. Okay? First off, about that. Mm -hmm. Second off... If you just go and look at the records that Pena won one fight and then Nunez won the last fight and don't know about how those fights took place, the stories of those fights, then I don't want to hear from you on your opinion either about the thing. Anybody that knows anything about it 
It's a great matchup. It's a great fight. Um, even the third one would have been. Um, but I don't blame Amanda for retiring. She, you know, like I said, she, you know, had a close fight against Jermaine Durand me. She lost the fight against Pena. She came back and was able to, you know, put away enough rounds. And then before she, she lost her gas tank, and that's, you know, always her arch, her arch nemesis. Um, right. But yeah, um, but that's what I'm saying is like, if you had to call it a time and you're going to go out and you have your titles, take them out now, makes sense to me, then have to face anybody else. I mean, I was already thinking Irene was going to beat her. And I really think that if Irene would have fucking showed up that fight, I think she probably would have taken the title home. If okay? Irene would have offered any kind of offense yeah. in that fight. She the, she hit her with one jab in the first round, and it was bloody in Amanda's nose yeah. right off the bat. She was yeah. the first one to bleed. Yeah, and when there was that check right that she yeah. landed that yeah. you could tell hurt her and almost wobbled her. Yeah. Like, if she would have offered more... I know. I know, but it's frustrating. Been more Do you see what I'm saying? More, no, no, for sure. And that's why I, that's why I agree with you. Like, I, I would like, love, I would love nothing. Sorry, but I would love nothing more <laughs> than to bury Amanda Nunes on this. I would. Okay, yeah. I would. No, for sure. I just hate champions that play that kind of bullshit, especially when like the whole railway, the whole situation with Cyborg and how. She knocked out Cyborg, good for her. Right. But then they didn't do the fucking rematch, and right. then she ended up with the fucking division, and there wasn't anybody to fucking fight, and it's just like, it's all this hokey thing. The only reason they had the division was because the UFC signed Cyborg, exactly. and Cyborg couldn't make the other weight, so then they exactly. were like, okay, we're going to do this other weight division, but they never did, yeah. and then she fought Amanda and then lost, and then we never saw the rematch. So that's what I'm saying. So when you're one of those kind of champions that it's all on you know, certain stipulations or whatever the fuck, I'm, I'm highly critical. And then what we've already talked about with the the fight that we wanted to see with uh, her versus Pena, and it didn't materialize, okay? Yeah. Like, that is what it is. It's Pena's fault, if anybody's fault, right? It's not Amanda's fault. Amanda wasn't like, I'm not going to fight you, right? Right, right? So, I mean, it's not Amanda's fault, and it's not Amanda's fault Irene didn't show up. So it's like, there's nothing really you can do. It's just sour grapes all around, Yeah, and, and it sucks that this is where it has to be in this situation, but... um. So those maybe, are my thoughts. No, no, and those are and that's and those are all really good points. And so maybe it's better that she does retire, so that she can just be out of there, and we can move on and have fresh matchups and, and new fights, and get rid of that 145 yeah, pound weight exactly. class. Exactly, 100. Yeah, and you know, then that always leaves open the option in the next like three to five years, if fucking you know, because it's sour grapes on her end too. She did her post fight interview and talked about how she was like. Oh, Juliana's never going to be the champ. She's like, I think Aldana will be the champ, but Juliana will never be the champ. Shut the fuck oh up. God. Like, she fucking... <clears throat> she yeah. beat you by knocking you down and submitting you. You tapped out. Yep. You beat her by judge's decision because Pena wasn't going to quit after you put ass beating on her. Yep. Like, those are different fights. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so, I just like... It's like, yeah, like, whatever. She didn't want to fight Juliana, maybe... Juliana's talking shit on her. I don't see a, that being a problem. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. The whole scenario is all no, I, fucked I, up. I do. I, and and, I, and it's, it's a knock on you to, to try, uh, be as Amanda Nunez, try and be the spider that you say you are, and then go out and put on the performance against Irene, yeah. who's, an, who's literally an opponent that offered you no resistance yeah. at any point in that fight. Yeah. And, and the best performance you could put on was what we saw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. So that was the end of so UFC that was, 289. That was 289. <laughs> yeah, right. if you guys didn't see it. And that then concludes um, 
Well, does it? No. There was boxing. Teofimo. That's right. Getting a win. Um, over, over Josh Taylor. Over Josh Taylor. Yep. Uh, much deserved. Teofimo's been in a weird place um, ever since his win with uh, over Lomachenko. Um, had a loss. Um, even his last fight questioning himself, do I still have it? Coming out, fighting the bigger fighter um, yeah. in Taylor yeah. and was able to not only pick up the win, but beat him decisively. I mean, at the end of that fight, he was putting it on Taylor. It was such a good fight. It was, And it was so good to see Teofimo Lopez mm-hmm. really go after Taylor like that. Yep. Um, he was one of the best performances I've seen from Lopez. He was on his game. He's He was the more powerful puncher. He was the more accurate puncher. Um, faster hand speed. Yeah, it, yeah, there wasn't anything Taylor could do in that fight to to sway any of those rounds towards him. I mean, I know I think they gave him two or three rounds, but even those weren't necessarily like, oh, here comes Josh Taylor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. So um, with that, we will move on to... It's really hot. All right. A lot of retiree talk uh, happening lately. Brazilian retiree talk, and I imagine that. Another one, the great Bigfoot, um, Anthony Bigfoot Silva, retired. Um, need, needed, needed to happen, I'll be honest with you. Um, I, I definitely feel like this was a little, little too late. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. The, it's the Arlovsky thing. Like, he could, he could retire. We could get news that he retired tomorrow, and we'd still be like, it's about time, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But the other thing is, like, he fought in that era when, like, motherfuckers didn't make shit. So True. like you know True. what I'm saying like so you know he has no other options yeah, yeah right, I right. mean that's why I'm not gonna fucking like BKFC. hate on the dude yeah I mean but even then like I don't I don't want to see the dude the dude's been knocked out so many times it's just like dude like you know well and this guy had health problems outside of fighting yeah you know this was yeah. a guy that was dealing with gigantism yeah and, you know the the toll that that takes on his body and his heart yeah. and his, his joints, joints and, and his all brain that and yeah all exactly that stuff, yeah. so. You owe me a Coke. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um, no, but Bigfoot, um, you know, let's just real quick. Your, what's your greatest Bigfoot memory? What do you um, remember about Bigfoot? DC knocking him out in the strike force. <laughs> Dude, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no. Really? Well, okay, that's just the first thing that come to mind. I didn't know you were going to ask me that question. Um, okay, so then it's when he beat Fedor. Is that... What you're looking for? I mean, I mean, I'm just wondering, dude. I wasn't. Uh, there's not a right answer here. Okay, when he beat Fedor, that's that's a pretty good one. Um, mine was when he knocked out our lot, our uh, um, Alistair Overeem. Okay, yeah. there you go. That, okay, that's yeah. a good one. That's when good one. um, yeah, when Uberim was yep. fucking no, looking a like one. a mini Godzilla in the. UFC. It's all hopped up on horse and meat. Fucking yeah, and everybody counted out Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. And Bigfoot went there and fucking <laughs> went to town. Nice. Fucking <clears throat> was hitting over one. him and fucking cricking his neck and <laughs> Yeah. He was okay, all so, fucked up. So there is a correct answer and that is the correct answer. <laughs> I mean, or you could have gone with you know, his war with uh with fucking um Mark Hunt, right? Him and Mark Hunt had that war. That's true. That uh, maybe one or two, three round wars yep. together. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They were considered like the greatest fight of the year. Maybe yep. even one of the greatest fights of those, all time. Those were bloody. Those were fucking. Yeah. There was those were really good. I mean, you know, the dudes had some good fights. I'm just saying. Okay. So, um, but yeah, but it's good he's retired. I'm happy he's retired. Mm-hmm. Um, 
moving on, BKFC celebrating its five years. It's been five, five years, years since BKFC has started. Since BK, dude, think about it. Five years ago, BKFC was or bare knuckle fighting was still pretty much illegal in a lot of the states. Yeah, and uh, the idea that there would be not only a promotion, but that like, I don't know, it would have like gathered as much like f- fan support and. You know, uh, you know, just like growth as it has in five years. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's just something to say. I'm, I mean, I'm not like fucking tooting their horn. I'm just saying. No, mad props to BKFC. They've done a lot of things right. Um, they've gotten big name fighters. They've done well with their matchmaking. Their production has gotten a hundred percent better. Like yep. it's it's a more enjoyable program to watch it's entertaining exactly and and the sport the sport of it we understand now it's a different sport it's not just boxers taking off the gloves right it's not just mma guys doing it because there's no takedown like this is a different sport here you know what i'm saying the fucking ring is small they have to fucking stand right in front of each other um you got to be careful of hand placement breaking your hand absolutely um i mean it's yeah it's a whole nother thing so like yeah, it's crazy in five years, and to think maybe where they'll be in another five. So, oh, I can't wait to see it. Yep, uh, I'm just happy they got rid of those fucking cop titles. <laughs> All right, um, moving on. Speaking of cops, Tank Davis got arrested. Um, you know, um, I'm not really too sure on the particulars. I think it was something about not adhering to probation's fucking mm-hmm. rules and then right. something happened whatever rules um, or stipulations it yeah it's there, just kind yeah. of crazy that somebody that's that in 2023 probably like i don't know maybe the face of boxing one of the faces of boxing Definitely one of them especially um, after the last fight yeah man. um you know um i don't know his his people around him ain't helping him i don't know what's going on but like you know he's still winning he you know he beat garcia in his last fight but mm. um but still, not a good look. Not not the kind of look you. Want. Not only that, but if you're gonna do it, like it's gotta be like Tyson standards, where it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's gotta oh, be. Shit. It's gotta be like you're gotta be doing like some real time. You can't be like <laughs> oh violating probation and stuff. Yeah, like I want I want gun charges. I want fucking <laughs> oh attempted homicide. God. Like yeah, I'm just saying, if you're gonna be a bad dude, you gotta be a bad dude. Okay, can't be like one foot in, one foot out. Okay, no, I, that's I that's a good <clears throat> that's a good point. Um, yeah, I mean, so Davis, <laughs> if you're tics. listening. Just, you know, your next opponent, bite his ear off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, go full Tyson. No. Um, I'm joking, but I'm not. Um, Garcia and De La Hoya ended up having a Twitter beef. Um, some more news in boxing. Uh, and for those of you that don't know, De La Hoya is Garcia's manager. Golden Boy promotion. And, um, yeah, something around the whole back and forth between Garcia and De La Hoya. Um, Garcia calling out De La Hoya on mirror of things and De La Hoya telling Garcia that, you know, he's not the fighter everybody thought he was. And just, I don't know why you would have this on fucking Twitter for everybody who, I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I do. it's already a bad enough if you guys are having this like behind closed doors, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's really fucking, it's, that's really not a good in between, but then, to be having it out on Twitter, and then and then I think the next day he came out and he was like, you know, everything everything's taken care of. We're all friends again. Fucking whatever. <laughs> you know I mean, what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, like, okay. yeah. But but again, that's uh, I don't come from that generation where the grievances are all aired publicly, right? So it's yeah. always weird to me. Yeah. But <clears throat> especially you would think from a promoter's standpoint. 
that that definitely wouldn't be that would be, that would be counterproductive to what you're trying to do with whoever fighter you're promoting. Yeah. Right? Okay. However, seems to work for Dana White. He does it all the time. I know, but the thing that's different about it is that the UFC can hold the fighters with a fucking leash around their neck. That's true. And therefore true. can put the boot down on them when needs be, and they cannot really fight back. In boxing, the boxers have a lot more say-so about true. those things. So, um, But at the same time, it's not a good look for De La Hoya by any means. Um, not in the slightest, but this is also... You got to think about this is a former champion, a former boxing competitor, um, guy who, you know, took a lot of damage, especially in the latter part of his career. And now he's out there being a promoter. I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, that's just something you got to take into it. The dude was a wild dude already to begin with. Okay. Yeah. You have to be, and you got to be a little bit crazy in order to even get in there, much less to be the champion. Right. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, that's who you have as your promoter or whatever. And that's the scenario. I mean, it's just like, I'm not, I'm not, I, I definitely think that Delahoy is a fault. He's supposed to be the, you know, he's the guy that's been there and done that. He's the promoter. He should be the one looking out for the fighter. It's Delahoy's fault. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, well, it'd be like getting into a shouting match with your kid at the Chuck E. Cheese. It's like one of you is supposed to be the adult. Here, I know. You no, know I, I agree. And so it's definitely on Delahoya. but I'm also saying like, it's hard for me to be like, dude, you should be more professional when it's like, we prized this dude for years for being an animal. And now we're like, now you need to be the fucking more professional. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, that's all I'm saying. No, no, you're right. And when I heard of, about the, the Twitter beef, I was hoping that De La Hoya was going to get back in the gym, put the gloves back on, and be like, Garcia, let's go at it. I'd you, love to you see just, that. You just want to see him hurt, huh? You just want to see <laughs> no, Delahoy hurt? I just, I just He's fucking old, dude. I know. Dude. I know, but he You was, seen those old fighters? You seen the way that they look when they're in there? Like when Roy Ju Jones Jr. was in there? I mean, dude, it's like, dude, they're fucking senior citizens, dude. Like, I'm serious. Feel we're that old? Dude, really? they're already? Dude, they're fucking old, dude. That's what I'm saying. Nah, he's only like 50. Come on. <laughs> I don't want to see that shit. If they're not fighting each other, I don't want to see them fight the new, the young dudes. It's just like, it's, it's like, it's, it's like knowing that that guy's inside of them and like, but can't get out. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally. <laughs> That's literally what it's like. It's just like, oh, this is going to be bad. And then bring on the onslaught. All you right, know? Fair enough. We'll just take them out to the shoreline and throw them in the fucking ocean and be like, have at them. Um, All right. In his prime, he could have beat him, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, he was fucking golden boy, you yeah. know? So, um, yeah, Olympic champion, all that shit. Um, that was back in the good cocaine and cross-dressing days. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's see, <clears throat> speaking of boxing, we're just all over boxing. We had a, well, a circus the with uh, the Mayweather-Gotti 3 whole debacle. I'm sure everybody's already seen and heard about it. Um, there was a exhibition the in order to start the exhibition and get people removed from ringside oh, man. and then the fight that ensued the multiple brawls that ensued after was longer, longer than the than fucking the, than the exhibition fight. itself um oh, man. i mean yeah i mean wh i mean what else you gotta say just when you think boxing can't get any lower mayweather shows you there's a whole new bar and, and leave it to mayweather to show yeah. you how low that bar can go for sure yeah um there's definitely that but but do you think at any point this starts to prevent other commissions from sanctioning quote unquote exhibition matches like this? Because because you you know we talked about this earlier. Okay, 
So Florida's going to be the one, right? Yeah, I mean, they'll always be the one. Let's be honest. But that's I, I do. I don't. I don't like that. I feel like that's a problem because you. Well, it's a problem because you you, you brought up some good points. We were talking about this earlier. Um, John Gotti the third, and Floyd Mayweather, right? Floyd yeah. Mayweather, fifty and O, multiple weight champion boxer. Yeah, some consider one of the greatest. Right. Some. Right versus somebody with little to no boxing experience yeah. period yeah and this and this gets sanctioned by yeah. whatever government i mean body he's fought no he's fought some mma fights but at the same time like the dude's a fucking loose cannon he's in and out of fucking jail he's he got mental some mental health shit going on who the fuck wanted to see the fucking john Gotti three versus uh mayweather fight like i didn't even know it was a fight until it was already over so i i don't know i don't know and and then and then they somehow get it sanctioned even though it's an exhibition um you know, uh, Mayweather during the exhibition tells his corner, like the guy's really long and then proceeds to like talk trash to get the already mentally unstable dude to get, you know, crazy, which ensues a, 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 a full scale brawl in the arena. And then like, I don't know, a hundred motherfuckers like are involved At with least. a fuck fight. And At then, least. and then it kicks off more people to get involved with other fights. I mean, it's like, no, there's probably like twelve different fights happening at any given time in the like in the twenty minutes that precede them trying to stop that fight. Yeah, and so literally the commission has to look at this. They they're the ones that are responsible for this. Right. Okay. I, I hold Floyd made. I hold it against Floyd Money Mayweather for doing this. But like he's gonna do whatever he's gonna do to get however much money he can. Okay, that's always Floyd's fucking. That's his thing. Okay. And I get that, but like you said, you didn't even know this fight was happening. There wasn't like how much do you really think he made from that? I don't know, but but he I don't know, but they had he he had to have some sort of like, no matter what, I'm getting paid like fucking eighty million or some kind of garbage shit. I don't know how else you get that. I'm just saying we both what we both saw we both saw the the production value of what was going on the lack of security the lack of anything. There's no way there was eighty million dollars to go around for that, dude. I don't know. I don't know how some of these things get put on. I don't know if it's like. Off offshore drug cartels or fucking <laughs> I don't I don't ask these questions okay I don't I just know that like it happens and I'm like how the fuck did which governing body that like was presented with this matchup as being like you know something that they would have to sanction and they were like yes we agree to this and then this happens and it's like but not only that they didn't surprise? have the money to, to promote it like you said you didn't yeah. even know it was happening well yeah no so I mean the fucking whoever the pay per view was it was like. It was literally like they just like threw this thing on just to be able to have like four or five shitty music performances and two fights was really what it was. It's like affliction. It's I mean, it's worse than affliction. At least affliction was like legitimate fucking fights. (laughs) That's true. Legitimate fighters making legitimate fights. Right. This is like this shit is like. No, there was nothing legitimate. Sad circus is what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. It, it is what it is. I mean, if if, if, if the commissions are going to allow that, it just doesn't make any sense. How how do you sanction, how do you let a former champion, you know, like you said, if you're going to pad your record with 50 wins and you're going to, you know, be a champion and, you know, fight all these guys, how is it then that they can turn it back and be like, okay, now that you're not a professional, now that it's not an actual fight, you can box fucking joe blow or fucking these like b-list celebrities or like exactly just anybody who's been in any kind of mixed martial arts ring no matter how like local or regional it is it's just like 
How, how does that make any sense? How does that make it any sense? It's the, and it's not You okay. should be only facing other former champions, other people that were like at your level. What are Agreed. you doing? You no, know? I, and it wasn't even that he hurt him. It's just that like, dude, like the, I don't know, this whole thing. It makes me want to like watch professional wrestling because the least professional <laughs> wrestling has a little bit more to offer than that. That's all I'm saying. If I'm, if I'm looking for that kind of entertainment. Right. Because that's what you want to call it. Moving on. Bilal Muhammad says that Colby and Leon are easier than Burns. It's an easier fight. So, it, in my opinion, this is Bilal finally trying to find ways to talk enough shit to get, get the Colby fight. To get the push, yeah. to, get, to get the fights that he wants, right? And unfortunately, that's what you got to do in this day and age. Yeah. Um, but, n- no, I don't, I don't believe there's any truth in that, though, because... Uh, like I said, that he didn't even he fought uh, an injured Burns, right? So, no, I think a healthy Kobe and a healthy Leon are definitely tougher fights than an injured Burns. So, hmm. yeah, that's just that's how I see it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, everybody you can play that whole game. Everybody's injured to some point, and yada yada. You know, I mean, to what level? You know, um, I think that. You know, stylistically, he makes a good point. His style, um, real wrestling, grappling heavy. The way that he wrestles, grappling heavy. Um, it seems like somebody that is so well skilled submissionly and with the stand up, I thought was even more um, developed. The stand up wise, I thought that Burns had the advantage in the stand up, and he's able to beat somebody like him. Then facing somebody who's a real grinder like Colby, which is what he does, puts the pressure on you with the 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 pace and just continuously keeps it on you um or and even leon um who's not very grappling heavy and then to put that on him and to see how well that works uh you know usman did it really well the first fight before he got knocked out not so good the second fight he was kind of shelly himself i'd be interested to see the fight i think i understand what he's talking about but at the same time you know it's 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 really up to who shows up tonight and how it all performs. There's that whole big part of it. So, yeah, stylistically, I think that he makes a good point that the Colby fight and maybe even the Leon fight would be easier for him stylistically. But um, but yeah, I mean, you 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 bring up a good point. I know that Burns Burns was injured, and so you have to take that into accountability too. You do. He couldn't put Burns away, and Burns couldn't throw his left hand for the entirety of the fight, mm-hmm. and he was still landing good shots. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I wouldn't pick Bilal to beat either Colby or Leon. <laughs> I know, and we've talked about this before. However, he does deserve to fight one of those two guys. <laughs> he's he's put in the time, he's gotten the wins, and he could prove me wrong again. Mm-hmm. But do I think either of those fights would be easy? No. No, I don't. No, yeah, and I don't. I don't think you. I don't think he was saying like that they'd be easy. I think he just said they'd be easier than Burns, is what he's saying. Okay. And I don't. Well, and, I don't and, think he would and, beat Burns if Burns if Burns hadn't dislocated his shoulder, separated his shoulder in the first round of that fight. I don't think he'd beat Burns either. Maybe, yeah, but he did. So the whole thing, uh, you know, I don't know. It gets it gets it really subjective. Um, but I, like I said, I think he makes a good point. I've been. Sure, out of the two, out of the two, the Leon fight or the Colby fight, which one were you either more interested to see or which one do you think he has a, you know, advantage over? Like, which one 
out of the two? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, like I said, want to give Bilal his his due respect. Um, he deserves to fight either one of these guys. I mean, and Colby probably doesn't deserve to fight Bilal at this point, <laughs> right? I mean, that's a good point. Right? That's a good point. But, There's some but okay, but so, so the question is, um, I mean, let's look at how they match up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Colby, endless cardio, really active. What Colby does well is come at you with strikes and with grappling. And he can switch back and forth between the two very fast. Right. Very, very smooth. Yes. And so, in my opinion, that's the problem he presents Bilal because Bilal isn't that fast. Mm. He's strong. I, he's going to be the bigger fighter and he's going to be stronger. But but we've seen Kobe beat bigger, stronger guys before and even right. given Usman problems because he can be punching you, transition to attempt to take down, go right back to striking, and he'll just continue to do that for five for five minute five five minute rounds. Yeah. And and yeah, so I I that's how I see him outpointing Bilal. Because mm-hmm. I don't think Bilal can keep up with that for five rounds. Um Leon is an excellent striker. He's very slick and could just as easily land something on Bilal like he did Usman. Mm-hmm. You know, Usman was taking it to him. Usman had him beat every round, had taken him down every round, was beating on him, was wearing him down, and he still managed to bring out that high kick and knock him the fuck out. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I don't see any reason why he couldn't do that to Bilal. Bilal would have to go the Usman route, would have to clinch, would have to slow it down, would have to keep it close range, because no, I don't think he's going to strike with Leon. Yeah. No, um, yeah, I think that this, the striking would be very intermittent and it would have to be depend on the overall threat of the takedown as far as, like, if he was able to take, get the takedown on Leon when he wanted to, that may open up some more stand-up, right. but just by itself, no. Um, yeah, um, Bilal's style is much more grapple-heavy than Usman's. They both are, you know, uh, acclaimed wrestlers, mm-hmm. um, grapplers, whatever, but Bilal's always had the pin you down, wear you against the fence, take you to the ground, hold you down kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so he's going to. That's literally what he would do um, right. in, in my perspective, um, which would make it hard for Leon. Um, in the Colby fight, you're right. I see that the pressure is going to be an issue. What I think it comes down to, though, is like Colby's able to put that pressure on people because – he can stand up with them and throw volume. And then whenever that doesn't present itself where he gets in a, gets in trouble, he gets the takedown and finds a way to then create a, a scramble, the grapple, and then, you know, and, and be able to use that also. Um, depending on who's wrestling, grappling is stronger, better, more developed, whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. right? If w- that would be where it would determine who was going to win over in that fight, because if Colby can, you know, keep, um, you know, Bilal from doing that, from literally grinding down the grinder, if he can keep Bilal off of him and keep him, you know, not able to be so grapple heavy and force him to stand with him, yeah, I think he could definitely like take him into deep waters and fucking and fuck him up. But if right. he can't. That's gonna be a really problem. That's gonna be a problem for Colby. So right. then he could put away those rounds. So, but that's where it that's where it depends for me is like how does that determine? And we won't know until we get there. Right, right. No, that's the beauty of actually watching the step in the ring. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, so should be good. Um, but then 
you know, to to end off the hot takes with um, something very nice. Um, Izzy and Jones have squashed their beef. Uh, John Jones have uh, has uh, come out and said that um, he he hates to say it, but Izzy's his favorite fighter right now in the UFC. And Izzy then was questioned about it and said, "Growth comes in many different forms." And <laughs> it, you know, it sounds like you know these two are yeah, have put <clears throat> some of their, the at least for the moment, have put some it's, of that behind it's them. It's the beginning of a budding romance. Um, yeah, I don't see this lasting long. These guys both seem to me very mentally and emotionally immature. So <laughs> I don't think it'll be long before they're talking mad shit to each other again. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's that. Yeah, very, very well likely could be. Um, I'll be honest with you. I only found it interesting when we were talking about the possible matchup. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, now I'm kind of interested in, you know, who said what about who and if we're going to end up getting this fight going. But the fact that that's not going to happen, I don't give a shit. You right. Know? So, right. Who cares? Yeah. Anybody can say whatever they want to say. You know, anybody says whatever they want to say, whatever. So, right. It's like Colby talking shit to Fabricio. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. Like, it's like, doesn't matter. They're going to fucking yeah. fight. Each other, I know. You know. I know. So, yeah, exactly. And so, and, and even if they did, right, then when Fabricio wanted to fight him, Colby's like, I don't want to fucking fight. So, like, fuck what, no. the, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck <laughs> is the point? Like, there's no point to this. So, um, that will end the hot takes and bring us to the mill. The mill. Let's do it. John Jones is the baddest dude on the planet. There, there's no debate. There's no denying it. You know what I mean? If Tyson Fury really wants to fight John Jones in the UFC, I will make it happen. And here's my thing right now to Tyson Fury. Tyson, if you're serious, let me know. And, you know, Tyson and I have, have, have a good relationship. I like Tyson Fury. If he's serious. How do you think that, do you think that would go? Let's find out. Listen, we, we can talk all we want. Tyson can talk. Um, John, John Jones can talk. I can talk. We can all talk. Let's do it. I mean, if, if Tyson's serious and he wants to do it, listen, we, I got Floyd Mayweather to, to fight. We paid Floyd and got Floyd the number he wanted. If Tyson Fury ser- is serious and he wants to fight John Jones in the UFC, Let's let's start talking. Sometimes I think that Dana White says shit just to see how like stupid people are. Like he'd be like, "The sky's green." And if nobody <laughs> says it's not, then he's like, <laughs> like "You think the sky's green?" <laughs> no. Well, we need to, we need to clarify some things here. Um, <clears throat> there is a quite a bit of debate as to whether or not John, <laughs> John Jones, Jones is, is the, the baddest man on the planet. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it wouldn't even be just Francis and Ghanu. Yeah. It, like. I, I would give uh, Malikin a, a nod in yeah. there too. This motherfucker's yeah. got two belts right now. Yeah. Or what about like people. the greatest, like the fucking top, like sharpshooter right now at the world? Like you know what I'm saying? Well, there you go. I'm just saying, depending on no, what we're go. talking about, you like go. you know what I'm saying? Even Tyson man. fucking Fury, like yeah. You know? Okay, it's okay. So yes, there are there is debate. What about um, that? What about that dude that climbs up fucking mountains with no fucking harness and shit like that? I mean. That's a pretty badass dude. That's a fucking... I mean, that's nobody else dude. is fucking doing that kind of... I'm just saying, that's pretty fucking no, badass. I completely, completely agree. I'm just saying, there's a lot of debate out there. There is. There is. <laughs> the other statement I have a whole lot of problem with is, we paid Mayweather. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I paid Mayweather, right? He paid, we paid, I paid. You didn't pay him shit. You no. took. You took some money. McGregor took some money. You took some money. You know, he got paid. 
Mayweather got paid. They, it was all put on by fucking Showtime and fucking. I mean, the whole thing was like, yeah. Here, here's the thing: if the UFC had the amount of money Mayweather required mm-hmm. to show up and fight, they would have done it in the UFC because they would have said, "Here's three hundred million dollars," which is probably what Mayweather made. Right. All things said and done. Yeah. Right. Then it would be like, but all you have to do is do it. We'll make a ring. And it'll be boxing. It'll just be under the UFC banner. But guess what? It wasn't. It wasn't under the UFC banner nope. in any way, shape, or form. Nope. It was it was Conor McGregor's fledgling promotion. Yeah. It was Mayweather's promotion. Yeah. And it was Showtime. Yeah. Because they knew they'd make a shitload of fucking money. Yeah. And they all agree contractually, and they all agree. And then when the money comes in, it gets split and put into purses. Exactly. And no point. Did Dana White and the UFC take their money and give their money to <laughs> Floyd Mayweather no, to pay dude. for the fucking... Fuck it's not no. how it fucking works. No. I mean, but... No, Mayweather carried that whole fucking fiasco. And that was the beginning of what ended up becoming all of these... Yeah, but even yeah, but even further than that. I mean, this is just further compounded with now John Jones coming out and saying that he, he'll box Tyson Fury. This is such a fucking sham. This this could no other way be seen by anybody else with two eyes and a brain that functions yep. as being a slight against Francis Ngannou. That's the only way that you can exactly. interpret this. Exactly. Here's the thing. John Jones is not a fucking boxer. No. He's not. And, in a, and as far as being a striker, it's been a long time since we've seen John Jones doing excellent world-class striking okay exactly. but at no point was his hands the fucking point of that ever, that, that you were like oh that's where his striking strength is yeah no he's not a fucking boxer that's never been something that's been disputed it's not what we fucking give a fuck about no. as far as with john jones so, i pokes maybe yeah exactly so <laughs> yeah but that's what i'm saying so nah the only reason that this has happened is because francis fought out his contract fought against the ufc in the machine all their bullshit one out, and so now Dana's like, this fight ain't over yet, and they're going to try exactly. to fucking exactly. pin down Tyson to take away the market share, so then Francis is fighting, you know, somebody else. And the thing is, is like, here's the thing. Francis isn't going to fight Fury. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to happen. You know why? Because whoever he's going to fight is going to have to fight him in MMA. He'll go fight them in boxing, and they'll fight him in MMA. He's already signed to PFL. They have to give somebody $2 million minimum for the... That's where this is going to... That's where they're going to find their, okay. their 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 other piece, you know, in order to make that money, in order to make it work. So gotcha. that's how it's going to be. If you're going to fight... Whoever Francis is going to fight, he's going to fight him in boxing, and then they're going to fight him in MMA. That's how... So he gets double paid, and PFL gets their money. Everybody gets paid. That's how it's going to work. So for, so Fury is not going to step into an MMA ring. It's not going to happen. doesn't matter that he's trained some before. It's not going to fucking happen. He's not going to do it. So take that off the table. But Dana White still knows that and is still able to try to be like, let's do this crazy boxing match you've been wanting. Oh, my God. Just to do it. Just to take over on the original deal, which was Fury versus Ngannou. Right. If it was something that the UFC was willing to or even could have put on, they would have done it with Francis Ngannou. Yeah. Because how much money could they have made if they could have done it? But I don't think they could have. No. I mean, no, they could have. I mean, if they wanted to, they could have done Francis versus Fury. Again, I don't think they have... I don't think they have the money to give a boxer... They they may not, but their company that owns them maybe does. And they do, and they do. But again, that would require sharing promotion which the UFC doesn't do. No boxer is going to going to do that. Well, here's the thing. 
the UFC when the UFC was owned by Zufa and they patrolled that? Yeah, definitely not. Now that they're owned by IME, Dana White wouldn't want to do that. But he has handlers too now. Okay. And if they were like, look, there's $100 million on the line. You're going to fucking do this. Guess what? He's going to do it. So. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just crazy. It's just crazy that people will, you know, here's, here's, the, here's the fucked up situation, right? We got to fucking take what Dana White says because he's the president. He's part of the matchmaking. We got to listen to what he says. We got to go through the thing. Plus, the dude's a character. So it's entertaining because whether he's going to be a buffoon or he's going to say some shit off the cuff that you're like, God damn, nobody says that shit. You know, like that's Dana White, the good and the bad. Okay. The thing is, is like, if you're going to fucking believe him on shit, then try to have enough critical thinking in order to be like, wait a minute. Why is it that now all of a sudden they're trying to do a fight? They could have done it any time. Right. Made a lot more sense when their former champion was involved and the whole rest of it, but that didn't come into fruition. Why is it now that we want to see, why is it now that he's trying to promote this Jones versus Fury boxing match? <sighs> only, only to, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Like you said, only to fuck with Francis Ngannou. Yeah. And why, and why would Jones be in, into it? Why does Jones want to take part in it? Well, because Jones is a lot like Dana White. He talks a lot of mad shit. And yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And not only is there money to be made in it, but like he's also pissed off because in order for him to solidify his heavyweight championship, he needed to fight Francis. Mm -hmm. He couldn't. Now he calls Francis a pussy anytime he gets a chance to. So this even helps to further that, you know? He could have fought Francis at any time. No, exactly. not to. I know. I know. But that's what I'm saying. And then... When he was like, okay, uh, now that, you know, this contractual mess is happening, now I'm ready to fight. And Francis was like, dude, I'm fucking walking out the door. Yeah, I'm already gone, yeah, bro. They're like, so, and, but then this helps to stipulate that because then it's Jones being like, I'll box him, I'll box him. Because Francis is like, dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so. <sighs> I st I'm still holding out hope that Ngano boxes Fury in a boxing ring for a big promotion. Yeah. Yeah. It would be nice. It would be nice to see. I, I agree. I really want to see it. I, I yeah. I, I hate I hate to do it to you. I really hate to. <laughs> no, I know. But it's I know I know that you're I know that you're probably right. But. Yeah. I mean and uh, to let you know it's probably gonna be the Bronx bomber. That's probably who it's gonna be. I'd be happy with that too. That, that's who yeah. That's I'd be happy that's with that that's, too. that's who it's positioning for. They're having him come to the PFL and talk about on the last PFL, having him talk about, oh, you know, Francis signed and blah, 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 blah. Would you get in the MMA? He's like, yeah, you'll probably see it even sooner than you think. Okay. Yeah. There you so, go. Yeah. That's probably who it's going to be. Okay. So, um, either way, I'll tell you what, if Nagano knocks out Deontay, then a lot of people are going to want to see him fight Fury. You're so, goddamn right. So, yeah, You're we can right. do one of those. Um, but yeah, don't be fooled. Kids, don't listen to fucking Dana White. Right? <laughs> yeah. Beware. He wears lies. Yep. With that, we'll move out of the mill and ask the cast. You've got mail. All right. Your your uh, your questions, your comments, your gripes, grunts, anything you want to fucking add yeah, to questions. the show. Just shout outs. Sometimes yeah. we do shout outs. We don't do no fucking shout outs. <laughs> um, questions, complaints, concerns. Yeah. Um, feel free. Uh, pick up your... Uh, Rotary dial phone and at, <laughs> at scrapcast at yahoo.com. 
Um, all right. Let's go into the bag, see what we got this week. Um, question number one. What would be something special the UFC could slash should do for UFC 300? Wow, UFC 300. Oh, mm-hmm. shit, we are almost there, yeah. huh? It's like, all right, It'll okay. It'll be this fall sometime. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, you want to book a champion versus champion fight, right? That's always good. Um, the other thing you can <laughs> the do. bare minimum, yeah. There's I mean, going to be a champion versus champion. Champion versus champion fight. You can always bring somebody out of retirement um, to fight. What I hope I don't see, though, is like... <laughs> Fucking some WWE fighter coming in, fighting on the card. You know what I'm saying? He'll jump out under the octagon and hit him over. That's the head what I'm hoping chair. we don't see. That's he, just me. It'll set up the Dana White versus Francis Ngannou match at <laughs> no. WrestleMania. Ah, fuck, dude. Yeah. Um, but if, okay, but if it was a champion versus champion fight, what would be a good? Champion versus champion fight to set up. I mean, we we already got Volk versus Islam. <clears throat> it's pretty entertaining. Super close. Yeah. Volk versus Islam, too. Is that what you're saying? No. Not because I, like I said we already Back saw Back to it. the well. <laughs> Another rematch. <laughs> but, um, and, and back before Jones went up to heavyweight, Izzy versus Jones would, would have always been a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a, What's another one that could be... Um, <clears throat> Aljamain versus Volk. How long until Jiri's back? That'd be a good one. Yeah, that'd be a good one. That's a good one to put up there. Um, Jiri versus Jamal. Yeah. Champion versus champion. I like that. I do. Um, I, I mean, I mean, how how deep into the the fantasy well do we want to go here, right? Because. If if we wanted to see something really special for UFC 300, they could they could cross promote. We could see, you know, a, a one champion versus UFC champion or a Bellator champion versus UFC champion or something like that. I mean, that would be phenomenal, but that's never gonna happen. I, I know it's never gonna happen. Yeah, that's fantasy world talk. Um, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you, I really like your idea with Jamal versus Yuri. We want to see that fight. We do. If they want to wait and plug it in as UFC 300, I'm not opposed to it. Okay. Um, if they wanted to, you know, what one thing I think that would be cool if they could do is bring it all back to where it started, for UFC 300. You know what I'm saying? Denver, Colorado. Okay. Do it. Do it out of there since it's the the big three, and um, you know. They can even rebuild that old stadium that they <laughs> tore down and put it in there. I mean, they got the money. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Um, no. All things to consider, though, that would be one thing I think that would be really nice. Is it going to happen? Probably fucking not. They're probably going to have it in Abu Dhabi or Vegas. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But um, but that would be one thing that I think have the Yuri versus Jamal Hill fight in Denver. Throw some more titles on the line. Islam versus Leon. Yeah. And then the whole time that they're having the event, they can like cut back and forth to like the early years and then recap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. so it'd be cool. Do some like past to the present kind of like full circle thing, given that it's gone through how many different owner, owners, how many different generations, how many different, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Something that's kind of like, hey, like this is 
for the good and the bad and everything in between, this is what it's all about. This is the UFC, you know? Right. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, thoughts on question number two thoughts on if Jim Miller enters the hall of fame. So I guess that's a good question. Um, especially because DC doesn't think Miller will be in the hall of fame. Um, Oh, he doesn't? No, no. Um, yeah, I do. I think he deserves to be. And the rate he's going, he'll probably have the wins record. And if he doesn't already, I mean, he's got, I guess he's got to push Arlovsky for the total fights in the UFC record, right? Because, fuck, how many fights does that guy in the UFC? Like, 40? Mm. But but Miller's going to have records. Like, so why would he not be in the, in the Hall of Fame? I mean, I don't want to be like that dude to critique him and stuff, but like... He's already top five in wins. I know, I know. And he does. He has some records that... You know, may not get beat. Probably will. Let's be honest. Probably someday they'll get beat. But um, that's not the case. Um, I don't know. Okay, here's my thought process on it. I don't know if just having some records is enough to get you into the UFC Hall of Fame. Cerrone's in the Hall of Fame. Once again, I don't know if that's enough. <laughs> For me okay. to get people into the Hall of Fame. Um, but what we're talking about here, we're not talking about like the MMA Hall of Fame. We're talking about the UFC Hall of Fame, one yeah. promotion. Okay. So because of that, and because it's their, you know, it's their promotion with their uh, records, mm-hmm. um, I think they should definitely have at least a wing where it's like, the the records you know what i'm saying the longest fight the shortest ko all those all those people right all of those like records should be in there and under that jim miller would be in there right um as far as like individually i don't know um i got a lot i got a lot of respect for jim miller i do i'm just saying that like if you give it to jim miller just because he's had a lot of fights i think it makes it like a slippery slope for like other fighters you know what i'm saying um what I don't about, know. What about wins? What if he ends up with the wins record? You know what I'm saying? It's like still not enough. Yeah, um, gotta, gotta have a belt. Oh. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you gotta have a belt. I don't know if you gotta have a belt. But like, just fighting a lot, whether you have the wins wins record or not, I don't know. I'm. It's. 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 It just makes it like a funny place where I'm like, it's got to be. You know. I don't know. So, something that has to be a little bit more, I think, than just than just that. Um, but t- to be honest with you, like I said, because it's the UFC, um, I think you could make a really good case because of that. Because it's their Hall of Fame. If it was the if it was the MMA Hall of Fame, if we had it like in, you know, like I don't know about that would be kind of that would be kind of hokey. But like if we had it like you know wherever some kind well, of MMA De- Hall of Fame. I know where you're going Denver. No. I was thinking like Japan, like Tokyo. Okay, you know what I'm saying. But like something, okay. If we if we had a okay. Hall of Fame somewhere okay. in the world and it was like the MMA Hall of Fame, then I would be like <clears throat> definitely not. I, Just I, because I, you have the wins record and the loss record, the wins record and the fights record in one promotion, no, wouldn't be wouldn't be enough. And you're, and, you're and, that, right. and that's where I get comp- that's where I get twisted is because all we have is the UFC Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I get to be like, well, that's not what the real Hall of Fame is, but it's not really a Hall of Fame. I mean, it's their Hall of Fame. It's right. it, it's a company's Hall of Fame. Right. So under that, 
umbrella, I think you can make a good case. Okay? Does that make any sense? No, no, it does. No, I, um, I, I agree. If this was Canton, Ohio, and it was the Baseball Hall of Fame, and it was, you know, um, you had to get votes from sports writers and, you know, people associated with the business for long periods of time, it would be a different discussion. Okay. Right? And And no. I don't believe Jim Miller would be there or should be there. Mm-hmm. It being the UFC Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. yes, I do believe he should be in, and I do believe he will be in. Yeah, and given that the UFC Hall of Fame is already such a mockery with the people that aren't in it, the, some of the people that have been in it, who the fuck cares? Under that scenario, fucking put Jim Miller in the fucking Hall right. of Fame. It's already a fuck. So, yeah. I mean, there's nothing against Jim Miller. The dude is class personified. He's fucking... A man's man, he's fucking, you know what I'm saying? He's fucking right. the most, one of the most durable, fucking tough motherfuckers ever right. on the planet. I'm not, I don't want to take anything away from him. That's not my point. And not that you have to be a champion, it means anything either, right? Okay? Because there's fucking certain champions that I'm like highlighted on them if whether that, you know what I'm saying? They're no, even a champion. No, I, no, absolutely. So, like, yeah, so th- it just, it gets into like, it, to me, to be in the Hall of Fame, you have to like, you know, further progress the sport or change the sport or like, do you know what I'm saying? Like you no, have I, to like create, you have to like be a fucking no, keystone. I, I on do. And no, and you're absolutely right. Because the difference we're talking about is when you look at other <clears throat> major league sports, hall of fames, it's not a team owner that's deciding who's getting into the <laughs> hall of fame. Do you see what I'm saying? Literally. Like, a team that's owner. not yeah. exactly. That's yeah. not, yeah. that's not who's making the decision. The people that are making the decision are, um, people that, are engaged in the sport as a whole on different levels, you know, sports writers, analysts, yep, like yep, journalists, yep. like these are the people that get, get votes and it is a vote. It's, and it's, it depends on how many votes you get, yeah. whether or not you get in. That's how it is with all the, you know, major league sports. Yep. Not what's going on with the UFC. UFC and because thing, yeah. But I mean, know? but this whole thing, this whole thing of the UFC, like, you know, being the major flag holder of the sport, we're going through that transition right now. You know what I'm saying? That's what we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. And that's when it gets messy. And that's when we get this kind of like nonsense and the rest of it. But like, yeah, but in time, in time, I feel. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, last question. What podcast do you guys listen to besides Scrapcast? None. None. (laughs) Scrapcast is it. Yeah. If you even thought there was another fucking and, choice, and, you're and not just stupid. MMA. I don't listen to any other podcast yeah. at all. Uh, ever. <laughs> no, it's none. just Grabcast. We record them and then I listen to them nonstop and then we record another one. And I like to put them on. I like to listen to our podcast. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons being I'm not part of the editing process. So I like seeing, hearing the finished product after being through the whole recording of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I like I like to listen to it, you know. Yeah, I like to um, take it and play it for everybody at every opportunity that I get, <laughs> just to let them know, like, hey, this is Scrapcast, okay? Mm-hmm. This is the only podcast that matters. I like not telling people I do a podcast and then waiting until we're hanging out and then putting it on and then waiting for them to ask me what the fuck we're listening to. <laughs> and then all I say is <clears throat> Scrapcast. Scrapcast. Yes, that's that's the only acceptable answer. Scrapcast. Uh, and fuck you for asking any other questions. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. Um, Spotlight fights. Spotlight fights. Spotlight fights. Shine the light on some upcoming fights here. All um, right. 
So the, m- the most recent one that I saw that I was really excited for is the Ian Gary and Jeff Neal fight. Yep. Um, recently announced. Really stoked about that. Should be a war for as um, long as it lasts. Exactly. If you guys listen to Scrapcast at all, you know I'm a huge Ian Gary fan. Yep. I think he's... Yes, you are. <clears throat> I think he's making moves. I was even more impressed with his last fight. Me too. Than I, have I was been impressed with his last fights. fight. Me too. Really Me too. good showing, Me dude. too. And his, okay. Yeah. In the fights prior... He's taken a lot of damage in right. order to get those wins. Yep. In his last fight, he was able to separate himself from his opponent, not take too much damage, get the get the finish win, mm-hmm. and the opponent was uh, further up the ranking system. Exactly. So I, th- I, th- I think he's on track. I do. I think he's on track. If he's going to continue with that level of growth in between mm-hmm. fights, yes, he's going to yeah. be he's going to be top five very soon. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but can he get through Jeff Neal right now? As long as he doesn't get hit. Flush. Yeah, that's, <laughs> because, that is true. Because yeah. that will put you down. I know. Yeah. And that's where I lean on this is because, like, I know Jeff Neal can take some shots. He's yes. taking some fucking in that, true. in that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shafkot Rock Menoff fight. He took some fucking yeah. diggers. Yeah. And he was still in it. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I would have to, I'd have to go to Jeff Neal just because I don't know. If Lee, if if Ian Gary can close that without taking that, right. without you know what I'm saying, I don't know if he can close the fight without taking the damage needed, right? Because I've seen him take a lot of damage in his prior fights where I was like, "Damn, that was a nasty fight," you know. And, but he pulled it out. He did. And and why well, can't was it Daniel Rodriguez? Yeah, last fight. Yep. He didn't even touch Ian. No. Like Ian had everything set up. <clears throat> you could tell he had watched film. He had. He had his game plan. He worked on his feints. He had a he had everything set up for that head kick finish, yeah. and and he got it. And like I said, as long as he does the same thing with Jeff Neal, plans accordingly, um, changes things in his game plan, works on the right feints. Yeah, I think he's going to. Okay, I think he's absolutely going to. Okay, should be interesting. So yeah. Um, See, we don't agree on everything. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, no. All right. Um, also, uh, may have talked about this before. I don't think so. Chris Weidman is going to face Brad Tavares. Um, UFC 292 is looking like it's going to be a stacked card. Um, yeah, Weidman making his you know uh, resurgence back. Um, from the leg injury that he suffered against Uriah Hall. Yeah, gruesome. Um, yeah, against somebody like Brad Tavares, what do you think? I think before the Uriah Hall fight, Weidman could have thought about retirement. Yeah. <clears throat> I think breaking the leg probably wasn't the sign he was looking for when you're looking for signs of whether or not you're going to continue your career. Right. right? Now, I also see how kind of hard-headed, meat-headed he is. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not surprised that yeah. he's coming back. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they gave him somebody far enough down the line, far enough down the ladder, like Brad Tavares, because yeah. I think it's a winnable fight. <laughs> no disrespect. No disrespect. Because, no. um, like I said, I do think that's a winnable fight. But he better go back to being the old Chris Weidman. He better be shooting for double eggs, getting him on the ground, ground and pounding him, looking for yeah. submission. Yeah. Um, because I think that's going to be in his head. Because even before that leg break, he was getting 
fucked up. He was getting knocked out. No, yeah. You know what I mean? No, exactly. I mean, he got knocked out a couple of times. He got yeah. fucked up a bunch. Um, I was already where you were at before, you know? Right. Uh, I was with you before the leg break that you should probably think about, like, what's the point? Right. Um, and so now it's been years mm-hmm. and a severe injury coming back from um, even more to pile on top of and, and questions that beg to be answered. Um, yeah, I would definitely favor Brad in this fight um, based on all of that that we talked about, the history, mm-hmm. the leg break, being away from competition for that long, right? all those things. Um, the other thing that I'm going to say, though, is I do believe you know it's winnable for Chris, and if he does win... I think he will retire. I think he'll I like get. That. I think he'll get come back, get one win. I like that, and then retire. Yeah, I like that. So that's what makes sense to me mm-hmm. because I don't see any other light at the end of the tunnel. You don't see the the various different opponents he could conceivably beat in order to get back to the top. Uh, yeah, uh, or the trail even being there for the title. I mean, literally, that's like starting at the mountain and you're going to have to just break fucking rock and go through until you can create the fucking the path. Right. You know, I just, it's just, yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, crazier things have happened, but not a lot. So as far as all the crazy, yeah, as far as all that's considered, I favor Brad. If Weidman does win, I think he's going to retire. If none of that happens. Yeah. I mean, does he retire if he loses? The, I was gonna make a joke, but it's so dis, it's so distasteful. Oh, I'm not going to. <laughs> I was going to, but I was just like, but here's the thing, okay? Some people don't understand, like, fucking. Sometimes we take liberties to make jokes and make fun of stuff, not necessarily believing a hundred percent with what, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we're, we're, with what we're talking about. I want to be like, you know, people being like, this motherfucker said, you know. It's okay to say something just to be funny. I know, I know, I know. But I'm just, I just want to preface that to the audience just so that <laughs> they're aware, right? Yeah. Sometimes we say some shit that's really offhand. It's for shock value. We're from the fucking 90s, all right? Yeah. Just fucking calm down there. Mm-hmm. Fucking take a chill pill, all right? Okay. 90s reference. <laughs> uh, um, all right, moving on. Uh, your boy, Mir Shart, is going to be taking on Petrosky, also at UFC 292. 92. Right. Um, I'm a big fan of Petrosky. I think he's going to win this. I, th- I think so, too. I, I, I tried. To, I did. I tried to be so, I tried to be high on Mearshart for the longest time. I thought that I literally put this on there because I was like, this dude's going to take Mearshart and we're going to have to talk about it. See, you're killing, our, killing our sports I show there. Dude, I like, I do. I like, I like Mearshart, but like, you can only fail me so many times before. I'm not saying I'm not going to root for him, yeah. but I'm not going to bet on him. Yeah. I'm not going to be yeah. like... Yeah. Especially sit here and be like, oh, he's going to win. He, yeah. this, he's going to do this. No, I really don't think so. Like, Especially against someone like Petrosky, who has grinded out a bunch of wins against people, and his losses have been really close. So, yeah, that's a tough dude. And Mearshart just doesn't seem to take punishment well, and that's that's how I see it going. I see, you know, I see him trying to feel it out. You know, he's got, because Mearshart's striking has gotten a little bit better, but I think he's either going to get hit really hard, or he's going to get taken down and get grounded out, and... He doesn't handle that type of adversity well. Yeah. So. No. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we agree again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to 
couple weeks we got we got a shit ton to talk about shit ton let's start at bellator 297 nemkov versus romero what a fucking card we have here probably one of the better bellator cards in recent memory yep it will be uh friday june 16th so this friday yep main event the damn nedkov versus yo romero for the light heavyweight championship yep um also on the card Sergio Pettis defending his title against Patricio Pitbull, uh, the Bantamweight Championship at mm-hmm. 135. Going to be a fucking banger. Yep. Uh, Corey Anderson versus Phil Davis, also on the card. Um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be... So I had, this, I had this question earlier when I was looking at this card. Have Corey Anderson and Phil Davis not yet fought each other in Bellator? In Bellator? No, I don't think they fought each other in Bellator. Have they fought each other before? Nope, they have not fought each other. Kind of crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. I'm excited for it. Both really good fighters. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see who comes out on top. I, I kind of want to say Phil Davis, but I don't know, man. It's hard to count Corey out, man. He he shows up sometimes. It does. He does. Sometimes he shows up. Sometimes he doesn't show up at all. Um Phil, you know what he's going to bring. He's going to do the Phil Davis show. Mm-hmm. and um, Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, and uh, I'll point you, I'll position you, um, you know, grind you down, be the more technical, uh, tactful and technical grappler. Mm-hmm. That's just what he does, you know? So we'll have to see how it goes. Really, I'm interested in the Pettis versus Pitbull fight. Um, so Patricio going down and wait. Yeah, um... Really excited for it. I um, think it should be good. Um, I think I'd favor Pitbull a little bit, even though he's going down in weight. Um, I, th- yeah. I think it could be Sergio's coming out party, though. I really do. I think if he could get a win, a decisive win, especially a knockout, if he can knock out Pitbull, that'd be fucking sick. I think, in my opinion, Sergio's had his coming out party. He's gotten out of his brother's shadow. Um, he's become a very clean technically sound striker and i yeah i've got i got him in that fight all day okay yep um and then the main event romero versus nemkov i see that nemkov yeah 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 me too i mean i mean crazier things have happened and yo romero is a freak so like you can't super freak you know what i'm saying like he could be like you could be expecting nothing and he'll just hit you with a fucking flying knee out of nowhere so like shit can't happen but all things considered yeah, Nemkov. So that's how he's gotten a lot of his wins, is by lulling people to sleep at this really slow pace and then having that explosion. Um, yeah, I don't think that's going to work against Nemkov. I think Nemkov's going to be too much for him. Yeah, me too. Um, also, on the 16th, Friday, we have PFL um, number five of the 2003 season. Uh, looks like it is round two for heavyweight and women's. Right. So, Maurice Green, Larissa Pacheco. Um, Aspen Ladd. Aspen Ladd also on there. Yep. Jorgen DeCastro, yeah, another yep. heavyweight. Yep. Um, didn't do too well in his first fight. No. Jorgen didn't. Um, Julia Budd. Yeah, a lot of different uh, names on there. So, definitely going to be watching that and counting up the points because that's all that matters in PFL. That's all that matters. Uh, moving on to PFL 6 next weekend. Um, once again, we are going to do the, it's the lightweight and welterweight 
fighters. So mm-hmm. that's uh, OAM, uh, Shane Burgos, looking to make a rebound. Sado Basay. Um, Clay Collard. Take, Stevie Clay Ray. Collard. That's going to be a banger, yep. dude. Or Magomed Kirimov. Versus David Zawada. Yep. Yeah, that'll be a good one, too. Yeah. No, no I, I actually fights. like these matchups better than I like the first the first round matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, still think Olivier Aubin Mercier is probably the favorite to win the season, but what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. If, Shane, if you're Shane Burgos, you're going to fight like hell. Goddamn right. <laughs> Get those points, man. First round knockout. Uh, BKFC 45. Also, next weekend, main event, Luis Palmino versus James Liley. James Liley. Okay. So these are these guys are basically both undefeated in BKFC. Yes. Now, Liley has what a no contest for yeah. whatever reason. Mm-hmm. but Or a draw. But for either one of these guys, right, or a draw, for either one of these guys to go 8-0. Yeah. Okay, well, that's impressive. Yeah. 8-0 in BKFC. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, Luis Palmino is the champion and has been for a while, so for him to be 8-0 makes sense. For James Liley to be 8-0 um, is really crazy, especially when you go to his fighter record and it says that he has four fights. So. Gotcha. That's why I was wondering, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really good point. Um, I didn't make it. I don't know if uh, <laughs> BKFC... Fudge the numbers, or if uh, you know what I'm saying, yeah, to create sure. this, or if um, it's legitimate or not. To be honest with you, or maybe um, I can't read. Maybe it's not eight zero and one; it's three zero and one. No, it's eight zero and one. <laughs> I got my glasses on. Trying to give whoever designed the website the benefit of the doubt. Okay. No, no, they don't know what they're doing. Uh, also, Boswick versus Lozano. That should be a good fight. I favor Lozano in that, but that'll be a banger. Um, Davis versus Peralta. Peralta. Anything else you want to talk about on here? No, I think it'll be a good card. Cool. Um, yeah, and that will uh, that's from Hollywood, Florida. Ryzen 43 also next weekend. Um, looks like a really good card. We got the featherweight championship. Herbst. Yep, Herbst. Yep, he's going to smoke Suzuki. Suzuki. Sorry, I Suzuki. I know. Herbst is a fucking is a madman. He's going to be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, and then, you know, like those Ryzen cards... Um, a lot of fighters you may not know, but I guarantee if you watch it, you'd be fucking we happy love, you did. We love Japanese MMA. Those guys go balls to the wall, man. Yeah, not only that, but like their show, the fucking the whole thing. It's like if you're watching MMA, you watch just watch an entire UFC and then put it up against a Ryzen <clears throat> card, and it's just like you know the showmanship, the the event of the feel of the event. I mean, it's not just a fight and 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 then a title fight. That's not what it is. Yeah. You know, um, not only that, but their rule set is, I think, superior. So far, which makes the, the engagements even more. That's superior. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. And and all these Japanese guys, they're 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 such warriors. And I know, like, you know, on the American MMA scene, maybe they don't win all the belts, but. I'm telling you, when you get a couple of Japanese fighters in a Ryzen ring, they're gonna they're gonna go to town and beat the shit out of each other, man. Exactly. It's great to watch. No, exactly, hundred yeah. percent. And it looks like um, half the card, or almost half the card, is kickboxing matches, and nice. then the other half is MMA. They know what they're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the whole point. Like we're getting to this point, we're figuring out one is getting getting the goods. Ryzen's getting the goods. Like they're realizing what needs to happen. Yeah. The UFC is on the fucking late show, and they're gonna backpedal for it. So. Yeah, Ryzen 43, don't fucking miss it. Um, let's talk about the UFC, though. Uh, this weekend coming up, we have Vittori versus Cannoneer. Been waiting to see this fight for a while. 
Um, we've talked back and forth about it. I know you're a big Vittori fan. Um, I think I favor Cannoneer in this fight. So, really? Yeah. Damn, man. You didn't pick Vittori in his last fight either. No, no. What can I say? And he ended up winning. I know. Yeah, he did. And, and he didn't look too bad in that fight, to be honest with you. So... A lot more credit than what I gave it to him. I just, you and, and know, I, know, I just, I don't see a lot behind the, between the ears with this dude. So, so it's hard for me to fucking feel one way or another. With you're him. not wrong about that. Yeah. You're not wrong about that. However, I do believe he's probably one of the hardest workers. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why he's number three. Exactly. That what that's what goes to show. And, and yeah. because of that, as long as you've got, as long as the people behind the scenes do have something in between the mm-hmm. ears, you're gonna get better. And I've seen, you know, not like leaps and bounds, but I've seen little things. He's tightened up his striking. Um, he's tightened up his striking defense. He'll need it against Cannoneer because Cannoneer throws bombs. But I think he should go back to the wrestling against Cannoneer. And I think he should try and wear Jared Cannoneer out. Yeah. Cannoneer carries a lot of muscle. He cuts yeah. a lot of weight. No, exactly. Yeah, that's his path to victory, 100%. Yeah. That's a good path to victory, exactly. Um I just know he's going to have to eat a lot of bombs for doing that. I know that his stand-up has come a long ways. Um, You know, he's been working with Rafael Cadero and a lot of that. So, like, I don't want to minimize it, but also at the same time, the progression that I've seen from him in his stand-up versus Cannoneer, um, yeah, I think Cannoneer is going to test him, and we're going to see really how much punishment Vittori can handle. And so, uh, yeah, we'll just see how it works out. Okay. Um, then we got the Armenian fighters coming in, the Armens, Armin Suzukian taking on Joachim Silva, and then Armin Petrosian taking on Christian Leroy Duncan. So I'm not sure. I like Joachim Silva a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not sure why he's getting a number eight ranked opponent. Um, that strikes me as some interesting um, matchmaking right Dude, there. Armin Suzukian is a tough motherfucker. Maybe... Uh, I'm just not sure Joachim's ready for it, is, is what I'm saying. No, like, I, no, I know. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe... It was hard for him to find another fight. Good call. Do you see what I'm saying? Good call. And Joaquim is like, um, you know, he's a bad dude too. I don't know if he's. I, I like him a lot. I don't know if he's at that level yet, but that would be maybe my scenario is that like it's harder to find those kind of fights and to situate it. And he was like, "Fuck it, I'll take that." So high risk. Yep. High reward. Low reward for Armin because he doesn't really get to move anywhere. Beating that's Silva. true. That's true. And Joaquim, all he has to do is look good. Yeah. And he probably. Moves gets up, yeah gets you know? you know some rays doesn't have yeah. to yeah stay I mean that's true too but the chances he could get smoked I mean Suzukian so yeah um yeah um and then I uh would favor Petrosian versus Duncan um in that fight um should Me be too. a good one Me too um we get to uh Lucas Almeida versus Pat Sabatini should be a good fight Yeah not sure who to pick in that one Yeah I'm I'm thinking Almeida. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking Sabatini. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's only because I can't remember Almeida's last couple fights. Almeida's last couple fights? Yeah. Yeah, he's had some good ones. Uh, well, his last Michael one was Trezano. yeah, was a, the knockout over gotcha. Michael Trezano. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. That was the fight where um, um, he came out. Um, he has a he has a uh, another fighter's nickname, came out to another fighter's theme song. I was like, oh, is this dude a bot? And then he proceeded to pour it on him and knock him out. (laughs) And I was like, dude, this bot's got some fucking... (laughs) So, yeah, so that's why I remembered him. So, um, so, yeah, so it should be good. And, Mm. and, you know, uh, Sabatini's no no slouch either. I don't want to, like, minimize it. Um, But, yeah, he is coming off of a loss, a KO loss. Gotcha. Yeah, should be good. 
Manuel Torres versus Nicolas Mota. Nicolas Mota trying to make a rebound. Mm-hmm. Um, I favor Manuel Torres, though, in that fight for sure. Yeah, me too. Um, Nicholas Dalby versus Salikov. Salikov. And, uh, yeah, definitely like Muslim in that fight. Um, Nicholas Dalby's a good dude. Um, he's, he's a tough fighter. But Salikov, Salikov is a fucking... He, he's he's something else. I think so. the kung fu is going to come through and take it, huh? The king of kung fu. The king of kung fu. Yes, um, I do. I think so. What do you think? They, I didn't know they practiced a lot of kung fu in Russia, but well, they don't. But he's the king. <laughs> yeah. um, he, you know. Uh, so what do you what do you think? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't been impressed with Muslim, honestly. Yeah. No. So, so you're taking Dolby. Yeah, yeah. I'll take okay. Dolby. Okay. Um, got. Prelims and then Kyung Ho Kang and, I know, and Christian Quinones. Yep, yep, that, that'd be a good fight. Like that's gonna that's just gonna be a banger. Like those two are just mm-hmm. gonna beat the shit out of each other. I, I don't know who's gonna win, but they're gonna fucking throw down. Exactly, dude. exactly. Um, no, that should be good. Um, I mean Zalgas Zamagulov. I mean he's the only other real big name on the undercard, but yeah. Um, and I don't know who he's fighting. Felipe Bunez. Bunez, yeah. I don't know either. So, should be good. Um, next weekend, fucking one of the fights we've been waiting for. Uh, main event, Josh Emmett versus <clears throat> Ilya Teporia. This is huge. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to separate my reason from my fandom because I want to emotionally just push all the chips onto Teporia and say he's going to fucking scrub the floor with he's Emmett gonna, and get a knockout. He's going to fuck him up, dude. I, I know. I know. And I hope so. But at the same time, it's just like, you never know. Certain fighters, they get to that level. They get to the first, you know what I'm saying? There's always that like, eh, maybe hold out to see how it works. I feel really bad for Josh Emmett. Um, he has fought nothing but fucking killers, dude. Well, it's not getting any easier. No, no, it's not. No, nah, dude, you hold the fucking number five in the ranking. I mean, you know, that's yep. that's who you should be fighting. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, you're fucked him up, dude. I know. I know he did. I know like, he did. And, and it, that wasn't even that long ago. I know. <laughs> and there he is back in Ilya Topuria. And and the thing about Topuria is he's, he's fucking coming, dude. Man. I know. He's a fucking world beater. And if you still don't fucking realize, I mean, just just take a look at when this guy fights his opponents like... You know, it's it's hard for them to defend. They take massive amounts yeah. of punishment. This dude has no fucking breaks. I mean, um, he doesn't take you know severe punishment. I, I don't know what else to say. Like he, the he dude can do is, it all. Like, I know. Like he, the dude is a fucking monster. Yeah, he can. He's do a it monster. All. He'll he'll choke you the fuck out, or he'll knock you the fuck out. Yeah. Either way, you're going out. Yeah, exactly. So, um, all things considered, uh, should be a really good fight. Um, no matter the scenario, but mm-hmm. yeah, we both obviously heavily favor Ilya in that fight. Um, co-main event, Amanda Hebos versus Macy Barber should be pretty good. Um, I think I'd probably favor Hebos by decision. I, I do too. I was really high on Macy there for a while, but she's kind of leveled out. Yeah. And I mean, but even Hebos, right? Like Hebos in a lot of her, her last fight, um, she got the decision. Vivian Arujo. Yeah. Arujo. Um, we both, I think we both thought Arugio won that yeah, fight. Yeah, we did. Though. We both thought Arugio won that fight. She fucked Hebas's face up, yeah. fucked her up in the match. Hebas still was able to pull out the decision win. Um, Hebas does have a de- decision over uh, our our girl. Jandiroba. Yeah, Jandiroba. 
Um, and uh, Jukagan then. Yeah, lost yeah. to Jukagan, so. Well, maybe maybe Macy can take it, man. Maybe. You know, I, just... I know. I don't know. Sometimes those big bright lights are real bright for Macy. Well, so. right, and they were they were pushing her really hard. They gave mm-hmm. her that a bunch of hype, and and she did look good in her first like two fights. I and mean, then... but like okay, yeah, but she still should have been able to uh, beat Mod Fairy. I thought she still should have been able to beat Mod Fairy back should've. then when she had that knee injury, should've. right? Should have. She should have. And she also um, lost to Grasso. She lost to Grasso, who's so now the champ. I guess we can she, give her that. Yep, she beat Maverick, who just lost. She beat Delarosa. Um, she beat I, who's no longer in the UFC, right. and then she beat Lee. But a lot of people think she didn't beat Lee in that fight. They thought it was bad. Uh, it, it probably scoring. was it probably exactly. Was. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Even though it's the co-main event, um, a little bit of a lackluster as far as like nobody's really nobody has the momentum here, right? Yeah, Both call. of these fighters right. are on skates, so it's right. kind of like who's going to be able to pull it out? Um, yeah, I think I would lean a little bit more to Hebas in that fight. Uh, our boy, um, Dumas fought, uh, feud, the Dumas feud fight, uh, and Mm. lost, um, is going to be making his rebound fight against Serrano. Yeah. And I think it is a rebound fight for him. I think that was his first loss. Um, you know how fighters sometimes take that first loss. I think they come back better. They realize they're not invincible. They work on stuff harder. They switch gears. They find another level. <clears throat> yeah, I expect him to win his next fight. Yeah, I, I think Serrano, uh, Soriano is going to be okay. is going to pull it out. Um, should be good though. Um, and then uh, Robocop's going to take an L and uh, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> um, no, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, Gregory Rodriguez is going to fight uh, Dennis Tululun. Tululun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but he's from Russia. He probably hasn't eaten in three years, so he'll fucking fuck him up, you know? Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Brendan Allen, Bruno Silva. Yep. Um, a little worried for this, for, because I'm a huge Brendan Allen fan. It's going to be, a, it's going to be a really good fight, even though Brendan Allen's 13 and Bruno Silva's not, um, technically in the rankings. Uh, really good fight, good stylistically. Brendan Allen, really tough. Um, gritty fighter, by down of the mouthpiece, come forward. Brenda Silva, no fucking slouch, um, is going to bring the fight. Can take a shit ton of damage mm-hmm. uh, and punishment. Fought the entire fight against Alex Pejeta. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. What more can you say? This fight has fireworks written all over it. I, I think Allen has to get him on the ground to win this fight. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's smart. I think yeah. it would be smart to clip him and try to grab him and get on top of him. But even that isn't going to be easy against it. No, you know. no, that's true. Silva. Um, yeah, Neil Magny versus Phil Rowe should be good. Um, Justin I'm excited Taffa. to see Justin Taffa fight. Yep. Always excited to see Justin Taffa fight. Yep. Love those big heavyweight New Zealanders, dude. Yep. They, just come to, they just come to knock yeah. the block and off. And lay the thump on, you yep. know? Uh, yeah, uh, should be good. Yeah, and then what about the rest of these fights? Any of these fights catch out? Uh, Randy Brown, just... Wellington, Turman. That'll be an interesting matchup. It should be a really good fight. I'm really excited to see that. You know, um, yeah, Tabitha Ricci versus Jillian Robertson. Super excited for super that. Super excited for that Those fight. Girls That's have a been great fight. Ever. Yep. Yeah. Both very tough. Both very skilled submission. Both. I mean, there's not much more you can't say. Like that's gonna be an awesome fight. Yep. Yeah. Stoked for that card. Um, and mainly just because the main, the co-main, but uh, a lot of good scraps on there. Yep. And it'll be on ABC. 
So okay. UFC on ABC, whatever the fuck, six, seven, eight, ten, five, four. <laughs> it's on ABC. It's on Saturday night. And now it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for the fight that we have been waiting for. <laughs> this is the most anticipated to date of the fight that we've been waiting for. It seems like, I mean, ever since the fucking, ever since the uh, Malakin um, Deritter fight, yep. we've been waiting, clamoring, exactly. needing this fight. Exactly. Thought maybe they were going to put it at the Denver card. Didn't see it at the Denver card, but still, here we are. Unification for the one heavyweight championship of the world. Yeah, after years, Malikin finally gets to become the full-on champ, yeah. right? Because Arjun was has been out for f- forever. I mean, it might even, it might even be almost three years by now at this point. I don't yeah. even know. Arjun Bilar, um versus Anatoly Malikin. Unification. Let's fucking do this. I yeah. cannot fucking wait. No, it's you know, and it sucks that Arjun's gonna come back and fight Malikin <laughs> on the tear that he's on right now. But you know, that's just that's no, how that's, it goes. Yeah, that's how it goes. You're the you're the champion. It's time to face the fucking music. So, yeah, straight up. Yeah, uh, Malikin, Malakian, whatever you want to say, he's gonna fucking win and take the championship. Agreed. He's gonna be the heavyweight and light heavyweight champion of Pride. Yep. Whatever other One. belts they want to feed him, that dude's going to fucking Straight take up. them too. Yep. Um, yeah. So it should be really good. Also on the card, the vacant flyweight one championship in Muay Thai. In Muay Thai, PK yep. Senchai. Yep, PK Senchai. So putting it on. Um, yeah. Um, he, and, and he's going to win. Yep. And uh, another PK Senchai also fighting on the card. Yeah, because that's their gym, yeah, right? Yeah, so exactly. That's their name now. Yes, because exactly. that's where they live. <laughs> yep, it's the Thai tradition. See, we're mm-hmm. becoming cultural here. Okay? Yeah, here <laughs> in our American ways. Um, yeah, no, really good, really good fight. Um, not a lot of other fights on the card. Doesn't fucking matter. It's on a fight night card. Usually, we haven't even really dove into those fight night cards because a lot of them are just Muay Thai uh, centered. They're more of like fight cards for right. the fight fans than they are necessarily for yeah, you know, mass consumption. But this is a fight you don't want to fucking miss. No, no. You're not going to want to miss that flyweight Muay Thai championship. You're not going to want to miss that heavyweight MMA championship yeah. fight. So one, knowing that where they got their fucking meat and they're fucking spreading it around. I'm not mad at them about it. No. Next fucking Friday night, two Fridays from now, whatever the fuck it is. Next Friday night, two Fridays. Next Friday. Two Fridays. No, because Friday's tomorrow and then the next, or two Fridays. Yeah, two Fridays. We're saying the same thing. We're saying the same thing. Friday after next. The 23rd, okay? Yeah. (laughs) One fight night. Friday night fights, 22. It's going to be over. And with that, we are over. So that's the end of the show. Appreciate everybody. Appreciate your questions. Where can they give us their questions? Scrapcast at yahoo.com. Scrapcast at yahoo.com. Yeah. Appreciate everybody being with us. Until next time. Yep. We'll be back. Scrapcast. Yeah. This has been Scrapcast. Fuck around and find out.